Hello, PTG Universe. Thank you guys so much and girls for tuning us on today's episode. We have none other than Dalton Vanderbile, who is one of the best Dorito players to ever play the game and just an all-around outstanding dude, uh, one of my best buddies. Absolutely love him and his family. We're super stoked to have him on the show. He is playing for Dynasty again in the 2020 World Cup, and we cannot wait to get practices going and get out to that tournament. So we're super excited to tell you his story and all the details of what's been going on with Dalton. Today's show is brought to you by Heel Brand CBD, CBD powerhouse. These guys are amazing. Absolutely love working with them. They're making the best CBD products on the market, hands down, and I can say that with confidence. Um, They have what is called Nano CBD. Uh, It is water-soluble, has the ultimate absorption rate into the body, and is true nanotechnology. And what nanotechnology is that I didn't even really know about until recently this year, it's raw hemp oil that is put through an additional refinement process to break up the large CBD particles and turn them into microscopic greatness that are more easily received through your cell walls. Instead of traditional CBD taking, you know, days, hours, a long time to get into your system and start to take effect, Nano CBD takes effect immediately. They have amazing products. Um, they have Nano Amp Energy Shots. They have uh, Nano CBD Knockout, which is spectacular. It has Nano Hemp, Melatonin, Natural Flavors. Um, myself and the wife have really been enjoying that after a long day of uh, you know work and parenting. It's nice to have a little Nano Knockout and just hit the bed and feel really good and get that quality sleep. They also have CBD for your pets and cool down creams for your muscles after good workouts, um, really helps with that healing process. And that's what they want to do. That's their mission. They want to heal the world and we want to help them on that mission. So um, everybody go check out healbrand.com. If you use code play the game, you will get 10% off on any of the orders that you make and uh, really helps us and helps them out as well. And we really appreciate all you guys who support us on the PTG podcast. Um, everyone deserves the opportunity to heal, and let's heal the world together. So that is an amazing company. Thank you, Heal Brand, for everything that you guys are doing. This show is also brought to you by the one and only Transfuse, which is the absolute best hydration multiplier on the market. Also, an immunity-fortifying formula that is scientifically designed to replenish you at the cellular level. It's spectacular. It's unmatched. There's nothing out there like it. They use all natural ingredients and it combats against dehydration, mental exhaustion, and supports your immune system, which is the most important thing you can be doing right now in the landscape that we're living in. Um, also, it's, uh, you know, if you have a couple too many beers or something, it's a great hangover remedy for you guys out there. Um, and it will have you feeling great. Uh, it's packed full of zinc which is an essential vitamin in regulating immunity, treating the common cold, and improving brain function and memory. Um, It also has 6 milligrams of vitamin B6 to help lower cholesterol, boost brain function, and aids in your body just feeling spectacularly good. 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C. Uh, It's used by everybody, athletes, festival goers, first responders, military service, and just people who are trying to prevent or recover from the common cold, um, you need this stuff. I'm not just saying that. We take it at the Harmon household every day, and it has helped us stay strong, healthy, and just vibrant and thriving. My kids love it. It tastes delicious. I love the tropical bliss. 
Marcelo is all about that watermelon lime. And I actually have been falling in love with the, the blueberry. Um, it's really tasty stuff. All the flavors are great. Head on over to translabs.com. If you use code play the game, you'll get 10% off. And they've also extended this awesome opportunity. If you subscribe to the monthly delivery service, you'll get another 11% off. So you could take advantage of 21% off on this product and it makes it super affordable and gives you that edge on the paintball field in life and just keeps you thriving. So thank you Transfuse for everything you guys are doing. It's great to have when I'm out traveling on the go and uh, just helps me stay healthy and, and vibrant for life. So thank you guys Transfuse, you guys are amazing. This show is also brought to you by G2 Paintball. It is the best paintball athletics company in the world. There's nothing like it. There's never been anything like it. And they are helping uh, paintball players train and maximize performance on and off the field. It is used by Dynasty. And we're pushing paintball players to become the best athletes they can be and hopefully use those techniques to go pro. Uh, we run through a regiment of all the movements that you use when you're playing paintball, and it's just going to make you as sharp as possible on the field. So head on over to g2paintball.com. Check them out. Um, we have some training events that are coming up, so stay tuned for that. And they're always doing a bunch of fun stuff for the community. So a huge shout-out to G2 Paintball. Like I said, go to g2paintball.com and check out what they're doing over there. And without further ado, let's hop in and hang out with Dalton. Um, he's just such a great dude. Uh, one of the best people in paintball, hands down. We are so excited to have him back on Dynasty. And let's get rocking and rolling. That was an insane inside move by Marcelo Margot. Great communication. And the crowd starts chanting Harmon. Great shot by all the guys. So Tyler Harmon saved that game. Came out with two wins. Marcelo Margot was on fire. And we're live. Dalty. Dalty. <laughs> Welcome to the show, baby. Yeah, I baby. miss you guys. I know, bro. Welcome back, <laughs> dude. Holy cow. It's been too long, man. What have you been doing? Back in blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just been Dynasty. working, dude. Yeah. Working. Dad life. Yes, Ready sir. to get back out there and uh, have some purpose for my big yeah. ass to be running around. <laughs> dude, we so, are so excited, man. Dynasty till yeah, the dude. day, you D.I.E., baby. You're back. You're back. Told you. Alton Vanderbilt, number 24, bringing the... I, does this mean that I can't wear my Kobe uh, oh, patch yeah, on my that. headband now? I don't know what this means. I'm wearing hey, it. So that's crazy, too, because, you know, I, we, I have so much respect for Kobe. And I was like, dude, I need to just change my number all together just to let that number uh, retire mm. with the legend. But mm. I don't know. I just it's me, too. And I, <laughs> I had it before him. So it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I was get, I was wondering if I should change my number, too. Though. I, I kind of like that you pay homage to him. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I like it. Uh, don't change like that. It. Yeah. Dalty, Dalty, let us know where you're reporting from. Um, let the people know where you're at right now. All right. So I'm in uh, Susanville, California. Y'all. There we go. And uh, it's so it's 80 miles northwest of Reno would probably be the best way to explain it. I don't even know where I am, to be honest. It's, <laughs> it's a little mountain town. I think there's like 8000 people. Whoa. You know? Um. My wife's going to a doctor's appointment today. She has to drive like a hundred miles. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like but, but you're you know, you're providing, you're taking care of the family. You guys yeah. have uh, you know, you're a correctional officer. 
and yeah. uh, you have to wrangle these wild inmates, right? Tell us a yeah. little bit about what you do on the daily. So, so the cliff notes for the last two years, which kind of ties paintball back into it and why I need it. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's been tough. It's like, oh, so I was living in Reno, so I was doing an hour and a half commute to work. Jesus, uh, were you gambling a lot? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> just fantasy football which i'm killing right go. now marsh you know dude it's a terrible year for me man my goodness so, we're gonna have to talk about some trades by the way i think you need oh yeah you need a QB, i got a good though. team this year you need a qb though go. you'd be real dominant and I oh need, i do need a qb I, yeah i got I had san diego boy he crushed it last night mm. yeah but uh anyway so yeah i've been doing it for work you know the first year you're gonna eat dick the whole year pretty much yeah you're going right. to work the hours. No one wants to work, do the shit. No one wants to do. That's right. And so, and on top of that, like I would do the hour and a half commute, hour and a half back, but there's days where I'd be working and I'm like an hour getting ready to get off, you know, my shift. And they'd be like, Hey, you got to work another shift. Jeez. So I'm like, ah, so then I have, I have eight hours in between my next shift. So I have to end three hour commute. So I got like five yeah. hours of, in between Dude, just sleep. stop and sleep yeah there was days i just slept at the walmart and my <laughs> shit and went back yeah. so dude the first year was like i mean it was stressful man and mm -hmm. yeah and top of that i had a newborn and a toddler mm -hmm. so yeah tyler knows Dude, how i can uh, i can relate with you on that dalty because um yeah i was running my own company in modesto and there was sometimes i wouldn't see my kids at yeah. all i would i would that's why i'm so grateful to First of all, have you back on the team so we can yeah. like have daddy power, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, but grateful for the opportunity I've presented myself of getting out here to Phoenix because, dude, it's and and I think uh, we're trying to wrangle you out here too. We're yeah. gonna get you to AZ boy and, and get you stationed out here. Hey, I like that. And I like I'm following that. up, following up in your footsteps, dude. There we go. Let's go. Phoenix baby. Dynasty is uh, on the rise. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Phoenix Heck Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, That's real coming. real quick, just because uh, I we usually give a proper intro, either Tyler or myself, and I just kind of hit us with the yeah, live man. Thing, but yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I like it. I, li there. I like. Yeah, I liked it. We were we were rolling. It's early in the morning. I I like it. I think I caught myself off guard, but and it better no. be a good one. A lot yeah. better than Ryan's. <laughs> that's natural dalton you obviously dalton is one of the best attackers the game has ever seen won world championships yeah. on some of the top teams to ever be part of the game i mean talk about dynasty first and then impact i mean those are two of the best teams ever i think that's probably one a and one b is the conversation right now you know with, and don't with, and damage i mean he had a he had a nice little yeah. story on damage as well yeah absolutely were you on that team that year tyler at world cup what year did you was that that year uh, i was on the damage in like 2011 or somewhere okay. in there Not that yeah year. it was early in my career gotcha but yeah. um yeah like i said you've played for some of the most storied franchises and really the biggest reason you stepped away from the game wasn't a lack of passion or love for paintball it was to take care of your family pursue a new career outside of the game and and put in yeah. your time as you spoke about you know that year of uh of yeah. kind of service of doing all the shitty stuff and um you know i i, I think everybody is excited to hear that you're back incredibly Yee stoked about the game i don't think anybody's more excited than the guy sitting right here and yeah Dynasty, um welcome back dude we are we are so yeah. stoked to have you man honestly from the bottom of our hearts as a friend like it just sucked not having you around to tell jokes yeah. <laughs> that'd be the fun guy and uh on the field man any team needs you yeah that was pretty good dude i'm good there we go, i was Mark. gonna give you shit but you crushed it <laughs> and no i gotta uh you know i gotta give you two 
probably the biggest credit for even me coming back. Tyler probably doesn't even know why. Well, we just talked about it, but yeah. Uh, Marcelo, you know, I've always been in touch with you and, and I never had intentions to retire. I never even spoke right. those words. It was like you said, I had that year where I had to figure my work stuff out Yeah, and then I was back. So, and then just keeping in contact with you guys. Tyler, yeah. I think you're the only person I've seen since I've been up here for the last year and a half. We met yeah. in, uh, in <laughs> Reno. Nice. Dude, that was the best. You yeah. lost a little bit of money. Had some yeah, good we dinner. lost hundred. <laughs> oh no. And then, and then, like you said, like with our wives being in. Uh, oh, dude, they're best friends. Contact, and that's one of the reasons I get to go to Cup is because now she's scheduled to meet uh, yeah. Sarah in Arizona when you uh, take off. So that's right. Dude, yes, that's yeah. perfect. That's perfect. Dude, it's Shout amazing. out to Jack. Shout out to Sarah, the ladies, yep. ladies yep. of the team, the the team moms. Eventually, they're they're gonna have to be yeah. coming to the events, you know, supporting yeah. and, and uh, have the that's whole family right. there. My goodness, dude, Dynasty has a, a yeah, we got a family future. now. Yeah, <laughs> big family. We got yeah. big family. <laughs> I love it's it. amazing, dude. Yeah, and uh, dude, they they're literally best friends. They talk all the time. They're like super excited. They're renting a mm-hmm. minivan. They're all stoked about <laughs> it. And, like, yeah. You have two boys. I have two boys. It's perfect. You know, it's going to be a, a good thing. They can hang out and be little buddies and, and rock around. And who knows? Maybe start a little a team someday. We'll see, huh? Yeah. And then we yeah. could keep uh, splitting wigs on the paintball field and even yeah. off. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we've had some more stories off the field, too. With uh, Man, early on. Uh, I wish we, we could tell young, those stories, man. Oh, yeah. Those well, just a cliff note. It happened in PB. Me and Dalton had, <laughs> to, had to get down. There was like five of them, a couple of us, and they thought we were MMA warriors. Dude. <laughs> and and t- t- they deserved it. Let's just say that. Yeah, man. that's right. They, just, yeah, they, it wasn't, they deserved it. I was eating my food, and, and uh, you know, this is before my wife and everything. We had some Chicanas with us having a good time. And these dudes got a little jealous. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But that's another day. You know, we're we're grown ass men now with uh, families. And And that was celebrating a win that we had, which we had a few that year. And that was 2012, I want to say. That was a good year. Yeah, uh, 13, 13. Was 13. it 13? Yep. Yeah, dude. And and, uh, we're about to stack some more chips up here soon. Yeah, we are. Let's get one this year and... uh, Take yep. them all down for the next hell few years. yeah, dude! I have to ask, this can't be the only tournament you're playing with us, right? No, no, no. I told Ryan, <laughs> well, I want to see if I could beat Ryan, uh, yeah. in longevity wise. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I told Ryan three years. I'm 31. I think we're all 31. <laughs> He's got three years. Is that what you told him? <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, you got more than that. And oh no. Uh, <laughs> So yeah. let's see. I don't know. Wait, if you want to beat Ryan in longevity, you, it might be. You have to go. That. You have to go more than yeah. three years. Ryan's already 41, 42. Well, no, I just, is. I yeah, yeah. I just mean like, not in age, but just being around. For, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, he's got about three left in him. He'll yeah, be good. He's gonna. No, Ryan, Ryan, Listen, uh, Ryan will keep surprising monster. people, man. He will yeah. keep surprising people somehow. I don't know well, how, he's just, but he's just uh, he's gonna keep doing it. So it's like he's Tom gonna Brady do it to to spite everybody. Yeah. Exactly. You know? It's yeah. like Tom Brady. Every year they they're like, oh, this is the year. This is the decline. And then he has maybe one bad game. It's like, see, I told you, I told yeah. you. And then he comes out the next game, throws five touchdown passes, <laughs> just looks dominant be, as ever. It would be one thing if he sucked, but he does not suck. He's yeah, he's not, not so even close. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and no, he looks faster than ever. I mean, he's yeah. never been that fast compared he's to my working. standards. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'll be faster than Ryan uh, at the first practice back? Oh yeah. If we if 
yeah, yeah. I'll bet him all the money. In a race. <laughs> there we go. All right, that's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I've been ru- I've been running, but nice. But nice. I I I was wondering that personally because I haven't played that much, and um, you know, paintball is hard on the body, of course, mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I do need to slow, slow uh, myself in, uh, but. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm going to, you know, whatever. No, don't slow it in. Just just, just do a hard it, thrust. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think just, just make sure your there. body's prepared for it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. As we get older, you look at even like LeBron. LeBron is as dominant as ever, in, in my opinion, and it's just the way he takes care of his body. You know, I'm not yeah. even a big LeBron fan. I think you guys both know that. But you can't deny his dominance and how he takes care of his body. Um, and yeah. it's it's really comes down to that, dude. 31, we're all, we're all still – you know, 31, 30, we're all still really young, actually, you know, especially nowadays with the things that you can do as far as nutrition, the stuff we know about physical therapy and, and rehab, the way to take care of yourself um, has increased the longevity of a lot of athletes, you know, mm-hmm. so make sure you do stretches, Bro, biometrics, yeah. all, all that good stuff. And the breathing. I've been reading so much about this. Oh, yeah. They actually yeah. did these studies about the longevity of life is directly correlative to the size of your lungs, how big your lungs can get. That's Every time how... I hear someone talk about breathing, I want to breathe. Yeah, I know. Dude. Yeah. And I've, I've just been, they did a study on like thousands and thousands of people and how long they lived. And it was like the deciding factor of longevity was the breath, hmm. the size of the capacity of that, your breathing. That story about that guy that was on Rogan's podcast and he was talking about how you're breathing and your mouth, the mouth breathers. Yeah. And it elongates your face. Yeah. I thought of one person. I'm not going to say their name, but oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But like, dude, that that must be true because, you know, the, the, quote unquote mouth breathers, they all kind of have the same look. Yeah. Yeah. It's real, dude. I even brought, dude, I, I look like a damn goofball, bro. I bought this like, this thing that helps me not mouth breathe, you know, yeah, kind of like keeps my, my mouth closed because I have a tendency when I sleep to like, you know, little slack jaw, little open mouth breathing, you know, so I'm trying yeah, not dude. to do that. It's, it's, uh, the nose, there's even these receptors in your nose that um, change you on a molecular level for, with these special receptors that you have in your nose that you're supposed to breathe in through your nose and uh, never through your mouth because it, it actually has been shown to have, um, you know, health, um, problems that can be correlative to that. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty nuts when you think about it. So yeah, you got your nutrition, you got your working out. And then when you add in that breathing and you put all that together, you're going to have some powerhouse stuff going on. It's, it's everything, right? It's a little bit of doing anything, anything there is out there that can make you feel better, be healthier, recover better. I'm down to try it, you know, and so much of it is, it's usually not just like one thing that is the end all be all. It's, it's a culmination of a bunch of little things that add up to, you know, longevity and good health, prosperity, all that kind of stuff, you know? Totally. That was actually a a thing I wanted to dive into because there Mm -hmm. was a few years I don't know. I there's so much love and hate for this game for me, which of mm-hmm. course you guys know because you know you started at a young age and and uh, been through it all too. But like so, for instance, the year I played with Damage, literally we had five tournaments and uh, two practice practices before each event, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I played 15 weekends of paintball that year, which is <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you, you know, you guys always talk on the show like hard work and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And getting out there and getting after it and i'm like i'm not proud of that but 
a big thing for me, and I know a lot of your listeners might uh, relate to this, is like if you can't get out to the field, there's always stuff you could do. And mm-hmm. and uh, paintball, like you said, stretching, not mm-hmm. for like prevented injuries and stuff, but like just being flexible, like stretching yeah. every day, every night, because yeah. you're going to get in awkward positions. That's right. And and it is going to help your in- injury. Uh, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to be able to bend in ways you, sh- you shouldn't be able to sometimes if you do it right. But yeah. And then there's also like working out and weightlifting and uh, mm-hmm. running sprints and being cardio, you know, cardiovascular has got to be on point. Yep. And then, of course, you know, you know the the uh, the mere snap shooting drills that uh, <laughs> Marcelo's knows about. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're right, Dalton. Uh, it's kind of like the best way I can describe paintball is almost like martial arts. Um, mm-hmm. You have to be able to contort yourself and get into these really weird yeah. body positions. Whether you're playing the Dorito, the snake side, up the middle, you're gonna find yourself in these situations where you got to get tight. You know, yeah. and you got to snap shoot out of this weird posture. And the only way that you can effectively do that and have a long career is by, like you said, doing the stretches, doing the yoga, doing, and then also coupled with like the, the endurance and the strength training and all that kind of stuff. It all plays a role in being the best athlete yep. you can be out there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, it's and, power. And, and with paintball, um, it, it's also such a mental game that when you're doing that kind of stuff, it boosts your confidence, you know? Yes. And, yes. um, some people do like to argue that you shouldn't need a confidence boost, but any, everybody can use a confidence boost, you <laughs> yeah. know? And so Dude, it's, it it's such a silly, yeah, it's a, it's a silly argument in my opinion, but, um, you yeah. know, when you're, you're dedicating and sacrificing time to do stuff, um, to work towards a certain goal, you're less likely to give up easily. You know, if you're in a mm-hmm. deep match, you know, come Sunday and you're down points, you just have a little more in your tank mentally, mm-hmm. not even physically, physically you do obviously, but mentally you have more in your tank. Cause you know what you've sacrificed in order to work for that goal. But if you don't, yeah. if you don't put in much work for something, it's really easy to say, eh, we'll try again next time, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's something that people don't really understand unless you've brought in yourself to the depths of some intensive <laughs> training, you know, seriously, where you're just absolutely beat you know, and you're fighting against yourself to continue to, to sweat and, and work, you know, um, yeah. those conversations you have with yourself are interesting. They really are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's, there's a little bitch in there. You know, I, I like the way <laughs> Rogan puts that. I, I find myself, yeah. in it too. you know, he's like, there's a little bitch voice in the back of my head that says, yeah. Hey, you don't need to work out today, or you don't need to do a few more reps. You know, you go oh, and you yeah. dominate that voice and, and it feels good. It really does. And, and uh, I think I I don't want to say it's flack, but I've had people talk to me about, you know, not trying hard enough or not caring enough. And one, it's obviously my personality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually helped me in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there were like, there were years, like you guys know, like I, in the gym, let's just say the gym, there was days I was going like two days a week, five hours a day. Like I would practice Sunday night, drive home to San Diego and, uh, and, uh, or drive home from San Diego and then go to the gym. Like I took that very serious real and, real real quick Dalt. you said two days a week i think you meant two times a day yeah two times a day yes. i meant yeah, sorry yeah, my yeah. bad no two times a day. make sure so the like, listeners know because you were you were balling yeah so yeah and i and you know people i don't know at that time i don't think weightlifting and like lifting weights was that big into paintball right i don't know do it you wasn't. guys think it wasn't. It wasn't, like, it, it wasn't back then. You know, there no. was a, there was a few people, and the Russians were an organization that were big into into fitness, and that was yeah. kind of what gave them an edge early without the experience. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it was kind of our generation. You know, Mouse even w- was a kind of a pioneer. I don't want to go and name off a bunch of people because I don't want to leave people out. But you're right, right, it wasn't a big thing in the game. 
And that was, yeah. and that was one of the reasons when I talked to damage and they gave me, uh, the money and I was like, you know, you know, why me? And I, and I never really thought, uh, when I left dynasty, I was like, you guys don't even need me. Like I, in my mind, I'm like, what I'm making money. Like you guys don't need me. I'm whatever. You know, I didn't think I was all that in a bag of whatever, but when they told me they were going to give me money, I was like, why? And they're like, dude, you're like the fastest guy I could think of from bunker to bunker. And that, that was all from, you know, working out and, and doing that. Absolutely. And I think, dude, this is crazy because we've all been a part of the aftermath camp. And I know early on in my career, um, when I played with aftermath, me and mouse, we, you know, this is prior to today now there's way more people doing athletic yeah. training there's oh, a yeah. uh-huh. bar has been raised but yeah. at that time we were the precedents we were the yep. ones that were Absolutely. that were setting that First. tone and yeah and making it a new normal which it is today mm-hmm. which is amazing because we need that we need mm-hmm. paintball to be as legitimized as possible and we need real athletes out here yep. and look it's not for everybody i understand that and and uh you know i have so much respect for all forms of paintball i have respect for the woods ball recreational. If you want to go and have fun, that's fine. But what we're doing, we're taking this to the next level. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's, you know, that's where we're headed. Here's what I have to say too. I agree with you hundred percent, Tyler, but in all sports and paintball is no different. It's just, we're in the time where players that are more athletic, faster, quicker, stronger, better endurance, don't have the experience to outplay us yet. But once that happens, players that don't also have the athletic ability will be obsolete in the game. Yeah, You know, you watch that progression in every sport, you'll have players that understand the mental side of it so well, they can get by, you know, and they, they, you know, you could be in basketball, 5'10", kind of Larry Bird style. I'm not saying he wouldn't do well today. I don't know, but the athletes are just so much more Mm -hmm. intense, you know, like it's, it's, um, it's really difficult to keep up when you have a physical disadvantage, you know, and paintball's in that kind of sweet spot right now where you don't have to be the most athletic, at least at the highest levels of tournament paintball, which is what we play. And there's all sorts of amazing types of paintball. You can play uh, scenario paintball. Obviously, you know, you, you can run around in the woods and have a good time, 10 man, stuff like that. But X ball yeah. style paintball, you know, we're at a sweet spot where it pays to be athletic for sure, but you can still get by, you know, not being a premier athlete in comparison to other sports. But one day that's going to change. You know, we want that to change as well. We want the best athletes to be playing our game because it does legitimize things. And when that happens, you you have to be ready to keep up with that. Yeah, Frank Connell, come at me, bro. <laughs> hey, you bro, know, I was, uh, I was just ten. playing with them at 10 men, actually, with oh, the yeah. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an old video of him in bunkering Oliver, and I don't know what was going Chicago. on. Dude, That's from Chicago, dude. Chicago, and then Oliver just goes and wins the game. I was, it was yeah. like, Man, that, was, that was crazy. That was that crazy. was so weird. I yeah. feel like Frank. I feel like Frank was on the short end of the stick so many times. Oh my god! His oh, man. Hey, Dude, Dal, I, I do. I do want to go back real quick to your days with Dam, and and then we're gonna dive into how you got into paintball, um, and all yeah. that. We'll we'll start from the beginning of your story, but real quick about damage. You said something interesting, and it was that you only played 15 times that year. The rest of the time, you're like in the gym and doing other stuff. How do you think your year with damage went that season? Oh, that's funny you brought that up. <laughs> that was probably probably the worst year I had, to be honest. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, what? I think it Why was. I think that was. I think. I think, I think obviously paintball. the playing less paintball, but mm-hmm. and the reason I did play less paintball. It wasn't just, you know, whatever, the 
like we talked about the love hate and all that and i did feel like i had climbed the mountain and i was doing good and i was on top or whatever but also my team's from florida right like like i'm not gonna go play with you guys like what am i gonna who am i gonna go to se village and play with nobodies or yeah i don't know i i mean i could always do drills and figure it out if i really really was motivated but that year no but you're right, dude. You have to have that connectivity. You yeah, know what you I'm saying? You, you, with your teammates. I remember when I was playing with Damage, it was crazy. You have to fly across the country. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nuts. Just to practice. And it's like, yeah. a lot, and it's West Coast to East Coast. So you get there and play at seven, which is four here. And it's like, yep. Yep. You're not all, even in, when you're there, you're not there. And that was actually uh, the other thing was for me and why I thought I had some success, even before that and you know you guys know on the aftermath days where we would grind like every i wouldn't say every weekend let's just say 90 percent of the weekends of the Mm -hmm. year and we we would get there at eight uh play one-on-ones and drills till nine and then we would practice some of the best teams dynasty Mm -hmm. and we would grind and the biggest thing for me i thought uh, what set me apart and what made me elevate elevate faster was the nights before, uh, well, one, I never drank. I never right. liked to drink. I'm never, I was never a drinker. So mm. some of these aftermath guys, like they would drink, even if mm. you had three, four five beers, whatever, it's nothing to them. It's doing damage. It's, it's, it's long-term damage. And, totally. yeah. um, for me, no, I thought no pun intended. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Short term. Yeah. And then, uh, but so like, I was always prepared at practice full night rest. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I just maybe I just I guess I just took myself serious in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought that helped, too. Yeah, but that's why you're here. And that's why I'm here. And that's why Tyler's here. And that's why Mouse yeah. is where he's at. You know, those mm-hmm. are the four when we were younger. We all did the, the same kind of stuff. You know, it was right. that preparation. Mm-hmm. You're right. The night mm-hmm. before, like I, I showed up to practice fresh and ready to play, ready to compete, not, you know, a little unsure of myself, a little hungover. Granted, yeah. we were also like 15 years old. So. Yeah, we we're a little young <laughs> yeah. at this time. If that's yeah. when you're talking about the first run with the aftermath, but um, you know, the, that preparation is so, so crucial. Yeah. It it's everything, man. You got to be sharp. You got to be ready to perform. And, and not only that, it's about being there for each other too. Like I want to be there for, I want to be the best I can for my organization, for mm-hmm. my friends. So that when we step on the field, there's no loose links in the chain and we got everything tight knit yep. and we're ready to rock these fools out there. Mm-hmm. And that, and that was one of the reasons why I called it quits with aftermath is, well, there was other things, but it was like, I didn't feel like people were taking themselves serious. Like mm-hmm. in that environment, sometimes I would stay at their house because I wouldn't want to drive home and they would just be drinking all night and raging. Yeah. And was, you know, this was like, but, Oh, Oh, uh, Oh, seven after you. Aftermath, yeah. I would right? say yeah, yeah, yeah. you're on. A, yeah. It was Iron when Man. the, like when they had that house in Escondido, yeah. that little condo. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're, and they're doing their thing. There was nights where I was just like, fuck it. I got to go sleep in my car. Cause I can't. <laughs> Oh man. But, but, uh, you know, and, and I was like, I wanted to take this serious or I don't want to do it at all. And, and, uh, and yeah. that was a year. It must've been, yeah. Oh, eight, oh, nine. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, six, oh, seven. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. But Hey, dude, Dalt, let's, let's, yeah, we have, dude, we've, we have, we've been in it <laughs> yeah. a long time. I mean, 
Yeah. It's, it's crazy. The time is, you know, it's gone incredibly fast, but incredibly slow at the same time, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Well, I feel yeah. like we're all just getting started again. You I know, know. I know. This Brand is the moment right here. Again, <laughs> yeah. it's the it's the Phoenix rising. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, let's uh Dalt, let's dive into the start of your paintball career. What was your first time playing? Let's get into that whole fun story. Is it a birthday party? <laughs> no, it's it's I, it's crazy that we don't even talk about this and we've been playing together since we were fucking like yeah. one. But I know. Uh, it's the same story as you guys. Like my dad, uh, yeah. my dad wanted to get out there and mess around. And uh, we were like 10 minutes from SC Village. So the first time I actually went, I was Shout nine. Bill. Yeah. yeah. Thriller. Thriller. He was really good. Does this mean we get him? Yeah, he's back. back. Uh, Oh, you know what? He was planning to go to Florida, but I think with the COVID and the spectating and all that, I think he was just going to opt out. Ah, okay. Hopefully we could see him at some practices or something. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. But anyway, so (laughs) I went out with the old man, and and I was nine the first time, and I think you had to be ten. But anyways, I had the my hat backwards, so the little uh, the thing was showing my forehead. And I got shot right in the forehead <laughs> and I cried and I said, no, this, this ain't it. I told this my dad, it. like, and so I stopped playing. And uh, I think when I was 12, I got back out there and I was playing against grown ass men, dude. And uh, there he is. Uh-oh, did I just... Nope. You were, you were good on my end. Um, Dal- Sorry, listeners. We had a little bit of a connection issue. Tyler, can you hear us? Yep, I'm here. We're good to go. All right. I think we're good. So yeah. <laughs> so I didn't like paintball actually for a long time too. That's it's crazy. But cuz you got smoked straight directly I, in the forehead. Yeah. And I was a little kid, I was like this stuff hurts and my dad would wake me up like, "Hey, we're going to the field." I'm like, "Oh, I think I'm sick." It's like going to school. <laughs> but he loved it. And not, I didn't really enjoy it until I uh started playing kids uh in the we had the young guns league and that was uh when i was like 14 i think it was like a 14 to 16 bracket or whatever and i was just like light years ahead of all these kids and i was like oh, yeah because i was used to playing these men mm-hmm. and that's when it was fun for me <laughs> yeah dude that's awesome totally. i know we, we that's how we all started is our, <laughs> yeah. our our old man uh took us out and um you know that's the some of the best memories of my mm-hmm. whole life is getting to play alongside him and you know it's such a great bonding experience. I was scared shitless too when I started, yeah. bro. Like, like yeah, I was like, if I felt like I was the last one, I was like, oh hell no, yeah. Oh, there's like, <laughs> there's dude, five of the worst. I yeah. I used to. I can't believe that I used to do this. I mean, I was so stupid. It hurts so much more. <laughs> but if I would be the last one alive, I would shoot myself in the foot. So. <laughs> oh. I would shoot myself in the foot so I could call myself out. And it was just so funny because everybody knew. I thought they didn't know. But every time I'd be the last one alive, I get shot in the foot, you know. But it, I would shoot yeah. myself and it would hurt so bad. And I'd be like, oh, at least I didn't get bunkered. I, I remember the kids that would just like call themselves out. And like, you weren't even hit. You yeah. <laughs> my, so, dad used to, my dad used to tell me he would like, because I would, you know, I'd be hiding in the back and then just get freaking when we lose the game they would all just come down on you and you would get your wig split so he would be telling me you better like try to go play and try to win the game or try to you know otherwise get up there. otherwise you're gonna be the last dude, so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> true yeah 
That's right. Man. And that, you know, that's a, that's a huge mantra, even to this day on the pro yep. field, you know, when, if this ch- if chips are against you, don't sit get down back it. there and get worked, go get some, you know what I'm Honestly, saying? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? You got to go get it out there. This ain't no game. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that's awesome. Yeah. That's one part of my game that I, I don't know if where that came from. It could have been that, but what, if I notice, you know, we're down on chips and low on bodies, mm-hmm. then I, I want to be because the best part about this is uh, no one could blame you for anything. If you're down two, three mm-hmm. bodies and you go after it and you, you know, let's say like nine times out of 10, it, nothing's going to come of it. But that one time you pull it back, you're the yep. hero. And those other ones, they're like, oh, yeah, well, we were going to lose you're anyway. Trying. So, yeah, totally. yeah, does, does depend good. on score and time. But and yes, there's yeah, time. Time is a big one. Yeah, <clears throat> of course. You know, like Dude, if you're it, up it, a couple points and there's two minutes left and you're down two on five, mm-hmm. you sit there and kill as much time as possible. But which is crazy that that time thing, because yeah. I've been yeah. watching a lot of paintball. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing you could do if, you know, you can't get out on the field. But. Mm-hmm. so many people don't play the freaking clock and it's it's right. so weird yeah yeah and even your guys game against revo you guys were up and you had a lot of time yep. and uh but there's like there's there's one thing i think even if with a lot of time like i i forget the score you guys might have been up three with eight minutes or something like that but like it, you guys won the breakout and mm-hmm. and all Correct. and if you win the breakout and you're winning points, so you're four on five and in the spots, it's like, yeah, you could go and win the game. But like one, they they do have to come to you and it's yes. going to take a lot of time, Papa. And yeah. and if they lose that point, now they lost that point and it took a lot of time. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. All you have to do is not lose a gunfight. You know, you got to be yeah. smart and work with your teammates. You have the body advantage in those situations. That's something Impact did really well that, when you yeah. guys went on like a, the first run is they would get a yeah. lead and then they would get them they put themselves in the situation they wanted by shooting a body off the break and then and then suffocate you yeah hunker you know and like um that type of discipline is what wins tournaments it's what wins championships you know and it's paintball is so um not wishy-washy but it's so uh ever changing the variables are constantly changing and you could go into a a play with a plan to attack but then you get this certain advantage and you got to play that advantage it's all about playing the advantages more than anything else you know exactly and and you can't really game plan for what advantage you're going to get you could try to set up plays to give yourself a certain advantage but that might not be the one that you do get you know and you need to know how to play based off of the breakout the first 15 seconds you know even mid game like it's all about playing the advantages 100 percent that's it, dude. That's where we came up with this whole name for for our podcast. Play the game. Play the game. It's like yeah, yeah. you you got to play the game. You got to play the situation. You got to play the clock. You got to play the people. You got to play yeah. the the opportunities. Right, like you're talking about, Marcelo. It's like it's all happening so fast as well, and you got to be the quickest to figure it out. Otherwise, those opportunities, those doors are going to close immediately, and it'll be lost forever. And then you got to attack a whole another opportunity or, or try to figure something else out. So it's really, it's a special game, dude. What we play mm-hmm. here is mm-hmm. is pretty spectacular because yeah, even like Moorhead was saying, you're playing offense and defense at the same time. You're playing, you know, your team, and then you're playing their team. You're trying to figure out all these variables. It's just a, it's an amazing thing we get to do here. Yeah, and even with like the communication aspect, you know. I, yeah. I impact was very well, good at that. And, uh, but there's even a time and place for communication. It's like, are you mm-hmm. wasting your time t- talking to me? Like I already know the back center's hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell yeah, me right. something I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like, 
but like yeah, it's, I don't know. It's fun. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And communication obviously is the cornerstone of paintball. Um, but, it, and you're right, Dalt, it's like, you know, do, do I need this information? Yeah. Can you be doing something else rather right. than wasting your time talking right now? Or can you get to a better spot? Yeah. You know, like there's a, it's a, it's such a finicky type of game, you know, or, and it's hard to be a master at this. Uh, there's, you know, I don't know that anybody has ever mastered this short of, you know, Ollie was pretty damn good. I think he got the closest and you have Lasoyas. you got these guys that were, that were working on some other, other levels, but um, it's a, it's just such a hard game to master right here. Yeah. Paintball, baby. So, so Dalt, let's dive back in. You had uh, your time with the young guns and then uh, what was your next team? How did you get over to circle factory? Then make a way to, to aftermath. And then uh, yeah, let's dive back. So in. your story. So yeah, the young guns, the young guns. Uh, I, I found some new friends and new teammates. I, you guys remember uh, the Shelton uh, brothers? Yeah. 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 Oh my so, goodness. I actually played against them and then and young guns. And then uh my team was whatever and my guys on my team weren't even that good. Uh, you know what's funny? Remember PJ, the company PJ? Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Uh, his, the owner of that team played on my team. Or the owner's Whoa. kid of that team played on my team. And he was god awful. <laughs> Aren't they all, dude? Yeah. They are. <laughs> dude, that's funny because I had a team called Die Kids and yeah. Dave Youngblood, the owner of Die, his son played on the team, and paintball just wasn't really his thing. You know, that's so weird. <laughs> paintball wasn't his thing. Like in that um, the Texas movie with uh, what's his face's son, mm-hmm. like Alex. They, yeah, they. Oh like, yeah. It's just I I don't know. There's I feel like in any sport you're gonna have well one you're gonna have to like it, mm-hmm. and there are some like some things you can't explain why people are just good at it. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, even if I played as much basketball as LeBron, I could never with my <laughs> I mean, I couldn't be him, you know, ever, no matter right. what. Right. I, there has to be some weird things you can't explain. So that is a weird thing, but yeah. So with the, with the, your young gun team, was this three man? Yeah, it was three man. Nice. And then we, we put the, that team together with the Shelton brothers yep. who actually, one of them actually went on and played with dynasty and, and that's right. You know, he, that's right. He had a season or so, but yeah. anyways, we played a tournament and uh, it was pretty cool. Not one of us, the whole tournament got shot throughout Damn. the whole tournament <laughs> that's rad and uh we found some other people uh from young guns they're all young guys and mm-hmm. even my dad was playing at the time and he was pretty good so we we started a uh, circle factory which is a divisional team and mm-hmm. uh you know shout out to my dad because every socal tournament back then there was a lot i played like so many tur- i probably played more tournaments than i just played in general mm-hmm. and it was like every you know once a month probably a tournament and yeah, it was. I think that tournament experience is like no other. The yep. the competition you, you, and all that, yeah. you know. You gotta have that, dude. Shout out to Bill and Lori. <laughs> I love your parents, man. Yeah. Um, just some of the best people ever. And yeah, dude, you're right, man. Your dad taking you under the wing and getting you that tournament experience—that's huge for your development. Yeah, that's it's everything. huge. And yeah. I had no excuse. I had everything given to me, which you know, which yep. I got lucky. Whatever, you know. Yep. And and uh, but anyway, so yeah. But then we played, and then the young gun thing was kind of wrapping up and the, our, uh, the circle factory thing was kind of whatever. And I, there was a, there was a season before cup Marcelo and, uh, Oh four. I don't remember, but I went out to aftermath tryout. Oh five. Oh five. Okay. Yep. And then, um, we actually played you guys my first, uh, tournament. Oh, this is funny. Cause 
Miles <laughs> reminded me of this the other night. My our first tournament, we played you guys. Circle Factor played Aftermath. Oh, it was the O five uh the Pomona LA underwater. Open. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys open. were talking about that yesterday. The submarine open. Yeah. But uh <laughs> the very first, I think the first point you guys won, the second point. The second line went out and I shot mouse. So the first person to ever shoot mouse in a, his first tournament and my first tournament Whoa. was mouse that I shot, which oh, is that's crazy. Funny. It's funny. You know what? I was wondering, I was like, how did mouse remember that? Well, that's how. Yeah. yeah. So that <laughs> was that. And, uh, and you guys, we, it was one, one. And then I think it was 23 to three at the end or something. <laughs> and, uh, we we're like, yeah, we don't, we're not good at this, uh, X-ball stuff. So my team kind of, and that was where paintball was going in that direction. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, uh, I went to your guys' tryouts, or I don't even know if it was a tryout. I just went to the practice. And do you remember? I don't even remember you really. Do you remember me that day or no? So I, I watched your Go Sports thing, and I thought it was funny that you brought up uh, walking to the parking lot afterwards. I remember, I remember you from that time, absolutely. And I remember, okay. I remember, I remember like saying, "This is the Circle Factory kid." You know, I remember, oh, okay. I remember you from that team. So I absolutely do. Yes. Okay. I don't so. That day you know right right <laughs> uh so so yeah i tried out and i remember uh, uh mike i went to the x and mike was really mad at mini mike that day do you do you remember when we we're doing three on three oh, like dude, poor mini mike i know <laughs> like we were doing half field drills and he went in the half of the field you weren't supposed oh, to go yeah. and mike oh, no. oh mike was pissed so the next like a few points later we were doing five on fives and uh mike it was back in the coaching days and I was at the X and Mike like went like this to drop the hammer. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I run in bunker mini Mike and he was like, yeah, get that fucker. <laughs> and uh, I was, I was set from then on, but there we go. So yeah, yeah kind of dude, let, let's dive into this. I want to really dive into the aftermath camp and, and talk about that experience. Um, let's start at the grassroots and just like walk us through that whole aftermath experience from, from the start to when, you know, you developed and, and left the team. Well, you heard my story about when I, well, <laughs> this guy. See it. Was it me or was it Mouse? It was both of you guys. <laughs> you know, we got to tell, tell this story. That's funny. And, and uh, I feel I, bad. And I did talk to Mouse about it and he verified it. So, okay. But, <laughs> yeah, that's why I told you. I was like, I don't remember it, but it definitely sounds like it could be true. Me and Mouse talking shit. <laughs> yeah, they were talking shit because they were the two little, what did you guys call themselves? The Gremlins or something? I don't remember. We but, had a yeah, name. Little for gremlins. I don't know. Oh they, I don't know. I could be making it up. But basically, yeah, I was on the team. And the following week, we were at the Redlands uh, practice, which back then you would play on rocks and, uh, Ooh, that feels oh, gnarly. Yeah. It was brutal. And I think you got a rock thrown at your head that day, but that was no, that was mouse. That was mouse. Oh, was it mouse? That was mouse. I'll, I'll never forget. My uncle and my dad came up and watched. And I remember my uncle at the time was mm, probably 70 old school Italian dude used to be a badass. But I remember he looked at my dad and was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? You <laughs> yeah. know, like he was, he wanted to go do something. My dad's like, no, don't, don't do anything. Uncle Dick, don't say anything. Yep. <laughs> They don't know Mikey, they baby. Know <laughs> and he raised, he raised killers, man. It's yeah, just like, 100%, I, yeah. I wouldn't change a freaking thing. No and way. I have so much respect for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did say, you know, talking to Maddie, like I didn't love that environment either though. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was tough. you know, it was I tough, was, dude. yeah. Like I said, I was given everything. So maybe I was a little spoiled in my, uh, mm. my life, but 
but it was good for me also. So, and, um, dude, it was a grueling environment. I, I remember when I was on aftermath, I don't know, I was yelling or something and I was like close to a dude, dude shot me on my tongue or like through the mask, a shell came through and split my tongue in half, or I don't know if it was the ball. I'm, I'm, I have a lizard tongue bleeding out of my face. <laughs> like, Oh my God. And my tongue, I still have a scar on my tongue from this. Oh. I show Mike, he said, put some fucking ice on it and get your ass back out on the field. I was like, God damn, dude. All right. And I'm, I'm like legit, like, uh, it, like my tongue is split in half and uh, I put some ice on it. I got my ass back out on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yes, sir. You, you, you got it, to. baby. I'm, I'm getting out there. You know, it's just yeah. the way he, he raised us, you know, and, and probably, yeah. And I, I don't think I ever missed a game or a point or a tournament because mm. I was injured. Like, if yeah. you're injured, shh, go ahead, buddy. You're going out there. Don't matter. <laughs> like, I honestly, and there's like, and I don't want to call anyone out in the league, but like, I watch Vegas or Cup and people, mm-hmm. oh, so and so rolled an ankle or so and so hurt their shoulder and they can't play. And like, three points later, they win the game and they're running around going like this with their shoulder. I'm like, this fucking guy wasn't hurt. Dude, what the yeah. fuck? Like, 100%. I've been, and I, like, I've been where it's like, even with the game freaking on the line and we win, I'm still limping off. Like this shit is real, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's where we came from. You, you mm-hmm. know, you gotta be tough. Mm-hmm. We got to yeah. talk about the story of me and mouse talking shit about you. Okay. So yeah. And then I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm walking like a few steps behind these dudes and we're all 15. I'm, I'm like a few months older than them, but uh, so they're all talking shit about me and being the new kid and they're making fun of my sandana and it's uh <laughs> bro your sandana was you so had a fresh. really you had a really long sandana I yeah I, Dude, I, you know what's funny Dalton, my sandana that, was bad <laughs> i think you gave it to me i Did think I? I i'm pretty sure that i had your sandana it had a white uh cloth on the inside yeah dude you gave that to me and someone stole it years oh, ago shit. dude i'm i was so oh, way to go yeah years ago <laughs> i know years ago dude someone stole it um dude. but i wore it for a long time so funny i made fun of it fng and then you got it guy. and then yeah, i got it <laughs> yeah now he's wearing it <laughs> damn yeah that sounds but, about right we were what's crazy punks. and then yeah and then you guys you know are now like that's pretty crazy you guys are now my one of my best friends and yeah you definitely grown up from then i think about mm, for sure dude. like yeah like I watch this podcast and I'm a freaking I watch it all the time. Everything you guys put out, I watch. We love you. I love you Thank guys. You. Thanks, Doug. And I know a lot of people watch this to like learn paintball and get better, yada yada yada. But some people yeah. are just watching it for entertainment. So mm-hmm. totally, you guys are awesome, man. <clears throat> oh, let's go, bro. We're, we hope <laughs> we're doing a, a entertaining job. You know, we're having fun with it. It's that's the most important thing. We want to legitimately just come on here and have a good time and pump out good energy for yeah. the people. And that's what it's all about, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's a good time, dude. And dude, yeah, paintball's the shit. I mean, we, yeah, we're so So lucky. many cool stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, man. And there's but so it, many great people, you know? Yeah, and then, there is. <clears throat> yeah. Totally. It, it, it's also about the growth, though, too. And Dal, I like that you come in and call me out on that. I know for sure I've grown up a lot. And so much of that is in thanks to paintball. You know, when I was yeah. younger, I think it's part of one at a very young age, a lot of us had a lot of success early, you know? And so it's really easy to let that stuff get to your head. It's really easy. Oh yeah. At 14, 15 years old, 
I didn't know how to manage any anything. You know, I didn't know how to manage anything. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I knew how to I knew how to clean my paintball gun. That was about it. You know, yeah. um, and and it is funny how this game has really shaped my personality. The relationships, the people that I've met through it have have dictated you know the type of person that I am, and definitely much for the better. Um, but I've seen it do that for a lot of people in the game where it's matured people in a really um, respectable way. You know, um, I'm not sure if, if I would be the person I am today without paintball. As a matter of fact, I know I wouldn't be, you know. Oh, so, you'd yeah, be a complete a turd, dude. If it totally. Yeah, you'd be yeah. a turd. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got right. those. Pour it on. Pour you it on. You got those baby blue eyes like, oh, everyone just look at me. <laughs> Jeez, dude. This yeah. is so, so unfair. It's always about the looks. This is baloney. There's more to me yeah. than that. No, yeah, but, that's right. <laughs> like, but your guys' podcast is awesome, man. Because one, you let your listeners tell their story, and like, mm. you just you listen. You guys listen very well. Like, mm. sometimes when the the guys talking, I just look at you guys, and you guys are, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Well, that's, that's something we've been talking about. It's like the best part of this. We even yeah. even this show with you, as well as I'm sure we both feel mm. we know you. Like everyone that we've had on we learn something new and it's really interesting and it's yeah. really cool to hear people's stories and just have good conversation. You know, it really is something that it, we enjoy doing. Tyler and I will call each other after the show. And we're like, dude, talk. that was great. <laughs> there, there's been times where we talk for another hour after the show, just like of how awesome it was, you know, and like, yeah. Yeah. we're just stoked on it, you know? And there's it's, people it's, like, it's fun. I like listening to the coaches because I feel like they have an aspect of the game. I don't think mm -hmm. about. So I listen to Ryan brand Mm -hmm. And dude, what a cool story, man. Like that mm -hmm. whole X factor. And I was in a lot of those stories he was saying, I was the one competing against him on aftermath. Yeah. It's just cool to hear like the other, sure. the other side, you know? Yeah, totally. That I know that's been awesome. Uh, Cause like you said, we're always on one side of the field and you never get that other perspective. And now with yeah. all these people, we're able to see it through their vision. You're like, Holy yeah. shit. I never knew that. Or like totally. all these crazy little uh, intricacies of what happened. It's like I saw it a completely different way than what what you saw. It, you yeah, know? it's crazy. It's been it's fun, a, it, man. It's why we we absolutely have to get Chad George on him. We've wanted him on for a little while, but he was yeah. kind of like us just on the East Coast. He was the Philly yep. prodigy, you know, young kid. And I remember in like 07, 08, I saw him just as a pure rival. You know, I know Mouse felt the same way because he was the other yeah. young kid that was, you know, doing what we were doing. So it was like, yeah. You're on the other side of the country. You're on the yeah. team. You're the young guy. You know, I hate you. <laughs> and and uh, you know? shout out, shout out to Jacob Edwards and Keith uh, Brown because yeah. they yeah. were the Florida kids. Like yeah. they were. That's right. I remember yeah. them being like 15 and like playing against us. Yep. And, the, and right. you know, dude, I just got to play uh, with Jacob and uh, Jason, both of them out there at, with uh, with the funny dudes. So yeah. much fun, dude. We were having fun. We were stuffing people on this mound side of the field, just oh, rolling down the side of the field. It was so much fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> the 10 man was great. The ICPL, um, huge shout out to Cap. We just had Ryan on and uh, they won that. But it was just fun to be out there and play 10 man and see all those faces. It was legitimately like the push video was alive out there. That's you know? cool. Like you got everybody that. Oh, Till Jack. Yeah, Danny was who, who is a pioneer. Uh, because I remember back in the day, he used to work out a lot too. Oh, bro, he's a yeah. monster. Right. This yeah. guy's monster. He's so big. Uh, <laughs> he was more yeah. like going for the Schwarzenegger uh, fitness. Yeah, he was a little. Must, yeah, <laughs> he was a he beast. Was, he was uh, mouse two point oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still got it. I, I stood next to homie. I was like, dude, you are a monster. That's cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's good to see all those dudes. And it's just fun, bro, for the love of the game. But let's dive back into uh, into your story. Uh, I know we're still in the aftermath deal. And then, uh, you know, how did that progress? And then how did that come to a closure to, to move you forward in your career? He couldn't take me and Mouse making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I got to get out of here. Either they leave or I got to go. So did you guys, you guys did go to Ironman that next year, right? Oh, so yeah, when did we you went start with Ironman? Middle of 06. Okay, so yeah, so... That's kind of weird because I didn't even play with you that much on Aftermath. Right. Probably like three yeah. tournaments or three, so. Three tournaments. Well, yeah. So, but you know, yeah, you kicked them out. You're like, get yeah. the hell out. So <laughs> yeah, I was Dalton came in and kicked us out, dude. Yeah. yeah. So I was like that, the tenth guy or whatever. You know, I was, I was uh, the second line or whatever you want to call it. And then you know these guys did leave, which gave me opportunity mm-hmm. and uh, and confidence. Like we were talking about earlier, confidence is a big thing, and I. I remember like, I, I wonder if like, if uh, when you become more confident in your game, I wonder if it's just you recognizing that you are getting better. And there are, there are like times I remember, like I remember Bobby Avila's telling me, like pulling me aside and like, damn, dude, I got so much respect for you. Like you're, you're amazing. Dude, shout out and, to Bobby, dude, because yeah. you know what? Nobody really knows because Bobby doesn't do stuff for, for any sort of recognition. He's pivotal. But he's pivotal, pivotal in a lot of our careers. Dude. Me, you, Mouse, yeah. Tyler. Um, yeah. I, I used to drive out to Vegas with him every weekend. We'd play one-on-ones when I was like 15 years old, 16 years old. You know, yeah. that, that guy is a huge reason I am where I am today. Yeah. I just got to give him a little bit of love. We got to get him on the show. Oh, heck dude. yeah, man. I love Bobby so, 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 so much, so man. Much. I so much respect. Brother for life, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, dude. and he told me that and I, I and those are just like little stepping stones because there's been a lot of those uh-huh. where people like help me out and and boost my confidence and it's also me recognizing like oh yeah I'm, i am getting better and and you're seeing it and and now i'm seeing it so yeah. huge shout out to bobby like uh-huh. that was yeah. a big stepping stone for me and and i played three years with the aftermath and it, it went pretty well and like i said though the love hate thing and and I wasn't having as much fun and people aren't taking the game serious and yada, yada, yada. And I think I was, uh, we won a pro tournament in 07, a seven man event. Yeah. You beat us. Man. beat us yeah. in the finals. Yeah. Wasn't and, that in Florida? Yeah. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Dude, shout out to Moose one time. Let's go. Moose, <laughs> yeah. Dude, me and Moose would play the Dorito side, like pretty much by ourselves. And we yeah. held it down, which is like, dude, but, I love know, that. Moose was pretty nasty though. Moose he really good, was, dude. man. He, he was, was a good yeah. team. Yeah. He was a good, good team, team player. player. He knew the that's game. right. He knew the and game. That's that's just as important as anything. You need good teammates out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yes. and Moose is just the most ride or die homie of all time. He is the best, dude. I love Moose with all my heart. And Lasoya played with us that event. Yeah. Shout out to oh, yeah. Lasoya. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like to have a legend like that play beside you. It's like it's just yeah. It's crazy, yeah, man. And totally. and Mindless. there's a lot of luck. I remember there was a point, uh, I think it was it must have been the semis or something. We we're playing against uh Billy Bernatch and the Hurricanes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I remember him like going and getting bounced and just like, oh my God. And like <laughs> he got bounced and then went and shot like four people. And I was like, dude, if that ball broke, dude. we would have been going home yeah. or whatever. But yeah. so there is well, luck. Mm-hmm. But uh so yeah, and then the aftermath kind of ended and like i said i was you know the love hate thing and all the the drama and blah 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 so i was yeah. like going into oh eight that so was real, 08. jacksonville was oh eight okay that was oh eight jacksonville was oh eight yeah. so oh eight 
I was the end of 08. So 09 season, I was like, ah, I'm not probably not going to play. And uh, oh, wow. shout out to Greg Pauly. And this which, is when I came back to Aftermath. You just, yeah, just want to so be my funny. teammate. <laughs> Damn. I was like, this kid, man, I hate this kid. Yeah, give me I'm out done. of here. I'd rather quit PayPal than play with this fucking guy. We've really turned a corner, Dalt. We've yeah, really we turned have. <laughs> and um, so, so uh, I, don't, I should, I don't know. Maybe I can <laughs> Let tell us it. have it, bro. Yeah, all right, it. all right. So. <laughs> 08 in San Diego, the seven man event. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Mouse, Mouse got his leg split <laughs> off the field. Oh, no. And yeah. I was like, all right, this is definitely uh, not yeah. fun anymore. Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't want to get too much detail. For sure, but, that was bad. Yeah. So, yeah. 09, Greg Pauly hits me up a week before Phoenix. Like, hey, you want to come play Phoenix? We're playing semi pro, um, X ball. Uh, you don't have to practice, just show up. And I didn't play one point all off season. I came out there and I probably played the best I ever played. I had the most fun I ever had. Like, mm, wow. Just so much fun, man. And, and, uh, we got second, but anyways, uh, yeah, I just fell in love with the game again. And I played that whole season with, uh, vicious and, uh, that, that was a fun camp, man. There, Paulie's a good coach, man. He really yeah. is. Um, he knows how to have he, fun. He does. He, he and does. he was he was part of the aftermath camp for a little bit too. Yes, early on, you know, which was cool. Um, yeah, I got a lot of respect for Paulie for sure. And yeah. I will say, Paulie has one of the most gritty, grimy type of eat your face off styles of of anybody. I mean, up there with the best of them. Like the way that mm-hmm. this guy's mind works, he wants to kill you, and he drives that into his players too, which you know, is something to be said. It's, uh, you know, it's all fun and games off the field, but when we step on that field, it's time to go, you know yep. what I mean? He really drives that in. And, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to find this out next week when we practice <laughs> and I'm going to find out like how much I got and, and how much, cause I want to, there's never been a time I wanted to play so much. So mm-hmm. I'm going to find out. And Greg Pauly told me, uh, you know, once you get to a certain level, you're going to retain a lot. Like it's kind of hard to say because obviously you need to fine tune a lot of your, your stuff going on with your game or with life or Mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, once one, and that's good for, for people that are wanting to get better at this. Like if you just take like a hard season or like how you play golf, like if you just Mm -hmm. kill yourself for like a year and just grind out, whether you're working out, playing golf, playing paintball, just, do the grind for a year. A lot of that stuff you're going to retain later. You know, you're going to, you're going to keep most of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't know why I think that way, but Uh, you're right. You're right, dude. Yeah. And and there's something to say about that. Yeah, Yeah. dude. And you don't know what kind of an experience you're going to give yourself when you do that to yourself. Yeah. You're going to provoke something that you could have never imagined in yourself. Mm -hmm. There's things that are going to be derived from that that you could have never had foresight enough to see before you did that. But if you just put yourself through that fucking ringer, yes. you just do what you don't even know you can do. You don't even know if you can do it, but if you really just dedicate yourself, things are going to happen that you couldn't have imagined, you know? Yeah, yeah dude. That's where the magic's at. That's where it's at. Yeah. Cause people get lost and discouraged. Like, you know, they hear pro players are like, I hear like pro golf, like, Oh, Tiger Woods hit 10,000 balls a day since he was freaking <laughs> Five, and now Marcelo thinks he could be pro. <laughs> it's like, 
it's kind of discouraging but dude yeah. if, if if you just take you know a, a year or whatever like i don't know how good you want to be at this or if yeah. you're a weekend warrior or whatever but if you just take some time and just go all in for a few months as long mm-hmm. as you could withstand it you're gonna you're gonna be all right you're gonna hold a lot of that uh that mm-hmm. stuff you learned totally, i think it's pretty big it is you're right i bro. agree too because I, I i feel like with anything the more frequently you do it the more you're aware of all the little details the mm-hmm. more aware you are of all the little details right so like if you make a bad shot if you've been doing it consistently mm-hmm. you're you have a better understanding of ah oh, well it's because i was you know holding the club a little bit this way or i was yeah. holding my paintball gun a little bit this way you're 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 able to recognize those things better than if you just pick it up you know every couple of weeks you make a right. mistake and you, you're not really like you don't have the the base of what feels right and wrong you know and i i mm-hmm. definitely think that plays a big role and when you're trying to get really good at something is the more frequent you do it um the easier you can recognize what goes right and wrong yeah and there's two types of like levels to when you're picking up something new because like snowboarding that's another one where like if you could just go out a lot and you stay on the bunny slopes and you just half ass it you're probably not going to get any better or like you go to i don't know if you've ever been ice skating but like if you just stand mm-hmm. on the side and just go <laughs> through the side like you're not doing nothing just go yeah. in there and just freaking slide in the middle and just yeah. go for it you yeah, might fall on it. your ass <clears throat> But, you that's know, how you learn. Figure it out. Dude, that way, yeah, 100%. take your ass to the top of the mountain yep. with your damn snowboard and and go down that thing and bring see what your, happens. Bring your three year old with you and just go. <laughs> Jesus, bro, you know Disclaimer, what's crazy? This is not a PTG recommendation, yeah. <laughs> dude. You know what's crazy? I I last year my son was four years old and we went and did this and I stud, dude. dude, he went down the mountain and he fell a few times, yeah. but. But he was like, and, and and it's not for everybody. My son is like, he's a little athlete. He loves this kind of stuff. So he's like, he's charging for it, you know, and, and he's eating it and he cried and, but yeah. he made it down the mountain. And when he made it down the mountain, he was like, he looked up at where he came from and he was <laughs> yeah. like, I went down that, you know, That's it's like, dude. it's life-changing stuff. That's if amazing. you just go to the top and try it, you know, and just give it a go. And you're, you're instilling confidence from a young mm. age, Ty, which is so important. And I, I don't know if you remember, Tyler, when we had Archie on the show or if Dalton, you remember from listening, mm-hmm. but Archie was explaining having success really early in paintball. And I asked yes. him, I don't think he understood the question because I don't think he would disagree, but I don't want to put words in his mouth. But my question was, do you think that success early on plays a role into how successful you are today? Because I think it absolutely mm-hmm. does. It does. I know when I was younger, I had all these little victories that at the yep. time seemed like Goliath, like I had climbed these mm-hmm. big mountains Yeah, and it's been a staple, you know, like I feel like I can overcome and do anything because from a young mm-hmm. age, that's all I knew is, is I could, if I tried and I really put effort into something, like I knew that I could do stuff, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I had that foundation. I, I wasn't, I didn't have a foundation of never trying to do things or a foundation of always losing, you know, and. I guess that's something too. You could try really hard and still never have that success. But yeah. you know, that's why there's not that many champions that sit at the top of anything, you know, because it's not easy. It's hard. But I think that plays a role into it, you know. And and you're giving your kids the opportunity to have something like that at a young age, you know, yeah. looking back up at that mountain, you know. Dude. Hopefully, I mean, that's a young age, <laughs> but hopefully that's something that he remembers for a long time. Like, 
I yeah. can pretty much climb any mountain, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and you got to find what you're good at too, because, you know, there's some stuff like you might love, yeah. but you just don't have it. Right. And mm-hmm. with my little one, like, you know, I'm, I love sports. I love getting after it. Uh, mm. but it's this experimenting. Dude, yeah. You know? And I want to yeah. give him like all those opportunities, but I'm already noticing he's only three that he loves he's a bookworm and he's like oh wow i don't care about sports i don't want to throw the football like yeah let's uh let's try these abcs out or whatever yeah. and i'm like dude nice go for it man whatever because yeah i think Holy, that's accentuate it yeah. yeah yeah exactly that's right I, I think that's the biggest thing that my dad did for me was he never forced me to do anything um yeah it, it was whatever i was interested in he gave me the best opportunity to, to succeed in that, you know, whether it was Taekwondo or soccer or ice hockey and then paintball, you know, that's, those are, those were my passions. And, um, he just would provide the platform for me to, you know, as much as I wanted to put in, he was going to allow me to, but he never forced me to do anything, you know? And that kind of goes back into what you were saying before about how like some kids, you know, their dad's an NBA player or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. and then they don't want to be, um, you know, you gotta let kids find their own path. You know what I mean? Totally. It's funny because my my five-year-old, like I said, Theo is like a little athlete. He's got baseball practice tomorrow. We're doing all these things. My three-year-old, on the other hand, is not. Like, he is absolutely <laughs> so weird. Like, my three-year-old, we were at the park a couple days ago. He fell, scraped his knee, and he said, <laughs> he said, my leg is broken. And, like, his, he legitimately would not walk. We had to carry him. He sat on the couch for, like, a full day and would not walk like he was saying my oh leg my is God. broken so we had to carry this little guy around because he will not walk so it's like complete polar opposite of theo theo will fall scrape a huge scrape up his arm and be like it's all right dad it's just a little boo-boo you know what i mean but max is like complete polar opposite does not want to touch a baseball does not want to do anything athletic and it's just and that's fine too you know it's like you just accentuate like you said Dalty. whatever the little man or the little girl wants to do you just accentuate Accentuate. their natural abilities you know that's where it's at i have both amazing parents yeah (laughs) and i i have i also have two boys and one was born new year's day this year and uh and he's like polar opposite of my like this kid's already ready to walk he's nine months (laughs) whatever days and he's like beautiful he's like bouncing his face off the canvas and just (laughs) whatever like comes up with cuts and like it's weird how they're different uh-huh. It is. It's a miracle, man. Congratulations to both you yeah. and Jackie. You guys have such a beautiful family. Um, two beautiful kids, beautiful dog as well. Shout out to Piper. And uh, uh, Jackie, yeah. I love that when she listens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. You guys just have uh, the best thing going and can't wait to get you guys out here to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're coming. We're coming. Yep. I know. Let's get you a job out here, daddy. Let's go. Yeah, I'm coming, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's actually, it's not uh, bad. you know, it's not bad. People, people give Arizona a hard time because of the heat. But um, honestly, I lived in Modesto, California, and it's not far off from where I yeah. was. I'll, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like the, the NorCal Valley heat is right about comparable to what a this few is. Degrees, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and the cool thing about this is Sarah hates the winter because she hates being cold. So out here, she don't got to worry about that. It's oh, like uh, the winter times are plush out here. And you have really good access to paintball fields, which is yeah, phenomenal, dude, dude. I need the best, yeah. the yeah. best. I'm literally, I just moved even closer. Now I'm five minutes from the paintball field, 25 minutes from the airport. So I'm super stoked on that. Heck yeah. When do you, yeah, when do you move Ty? When do you start doing uh, I move into my house in uh, two weeks. 
Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Awesome, bro. That's that's awesome. Thanks, brother. Dude, I'm just stoked for my kids. We've been in this I know. apartment. Yeah. And I have to be like, they're these guys are thriving kids. And I have to be like, no jumping, you know, because yeah. there's neighbors yeah. Yeah, and neighbors. we're on the second floor. And it's like, so now they can just live as loud as now they, they want got to on Room for activities. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked. So that's yeah. happening here soon. And uh yeah, man, I'm just so blessed to be having you on the team, Dalty. We get to practice again soon, man. This is gonna be great. Can't I, wait, dude. I was I thinking. Know. Yeah, I just it's it's weird because every team I've ever been on, which they've all been good teams, like I, some reason I like competing against my teammates yeah. more than the people I'm competing with. And then at the end of the day, we win. It's like, yeah. well, no matter what, I'm coming together and, you know, but especially yeah. in practice and like totally. I don't know why I just love that. Like uh, it just makes everyone better. I mean, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And that's how <laughs> I think that's how all of us got good. Right. Yes. Um, when I was on Oakland. I got my face smashed in by these dudes. And and then, you know, then when you get to the tournament, you get to be on their team and then you have that energy come together yes. and everyone's yeah. eating. You know what I yeah. mean? It's a, we got to breed that and, and keep that ferocity going with the team within the organization, because that's what breeds championship organizations yeah. is that internal fire. We got to keep that going I, strong. I don't remember what season it was. Maybe you were on the team or I don't know, Marcelo, mm. but it was a, we did this thing where we, we all played one-on-ones. Yeah. Alex Frey took us down and then we, yeah. we went and played two on twos and then we played like three and it was all competitive. Like who won, who won the one, right. who won the right. two on twos, who won the three on three, who, who yeah. was on the team on the five on fives. Yeah. And not only did it like make little relationships better. Like if you're me and Tyler, are teammates, like me and him are like, all right, we got to win this. <laughs> yeah. totally. And then like, it made your relationship better. And then you add another guy in and then he's on, you know, and then you add five in and then it just, yeah, it gelled well. And, and the competition mm-hmm. made everyone better for sure. That inner team competition is incredibly yeah. important. You know, you gotta, you gotta learn how to win and uh, people are afraid of competition. You know, yeah. they, they let the ego get in the way and they show up to practice and like, oh, I don't want to lose a one-on-one to Tyler. I'm yeah. not, let's, let's just go play five on fives, you know, come on, yeah. let's just like yep. play five on fives. Why can't we do that? You know, no, man, mm-hmm. get in each other's face, you know? And if you can't, again, maybe it's just, we were all raised a little different in that, you know, we're not worried about getting in each other's face and yeah. it's mm-hmm. all for the betterment of the team. We just want to win. Right. So That's I want right. you to call me out on something that I have as a weakness. I'm not going to take it personal, maybe in the moment, because my adrenaline's going, I might right. be incredibly receptive, but I'm listening, <laughs> I'm listening you know, and, and everyone here's the same, you know, like there's yeah, times yeah. where I want to tell Tyler something. I'm like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to, I'm just going to wait, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it's just, it's just how it is, you know, like you, you, uh, yeah. You have to be able to criticize your teammates and you have to be able to get in each other's face and expose them for weaknesses if you want to win, right? If you Mm -hmm. want to show up to these events and have a good time and enjoy beers afterwards and and be that team, that's fine, I guess, if that's the world you live in, but you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there might be some fights like in Arizona. Right. I plan to punch Ryan. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I plan to put Marcel in an arm bar. It's just uh, going to happen. <laughs> oh, Bring it uh, up. Baby. Can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Fun. So yeah, where, where, where were we in your story? I think we were with vicious. Um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right. You, let's dive back into the vicious because honestly, Dalt, your come up was, you did it the hard way, man. You really did. Yeah. And I, I heard you say something on um, Maddie's show with Go Sports about feeling like you're kind of like the stepchild on Aftermath with right. me and Mouse. And, and in, in all honesty, your way was the harder way. 
and you became one of the best players in the world. And so yeah. that's, I think, something that's probably more relatable to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the fact that you didn't ever give up. You found kind of your own path. And I think I think that year, those years with Vicious were really crucial because I remember watching you at World Cup. I think it was 2008. You guys won, right? Was that 2008? Yes, yes. We beat it. Yeah, and you played so good, dude. And it yeah. was like kind of like uh, like Dalton's kind of on the scene now, you know. Right. And you're gonna have to respect it. Um, so yeah, let's let's kind of talk about that journey. Yeah, that did feel like my like coming out party, and mm-hmm. and like you said, you know, you and Mouse went to play pro on Ironman at 16, and I was left there with all the old guys, you know. <laughs> and uh, and it it does help, like. Like for me, you know, that confidence and being one of the top guys uh, on your team, like, you know, you always want to put yourself in the best situation, play on the best uh-huh. team. And, but there is something to be said about like being one of those top guys on your team and like, yes. and, and taking it to that next level. It, for sure. I don't, yeah. So, well, real, real quick, doll, I, I just, uh, something that I recommend to players, usually they have to already at least be semi-pro. Um, but especially once they turn pro, like one of the biggest recommendations is go travel and play the teams internationally Mm -hmm. because on that team, you're going to, on that team, you're going to be the best guy and you're going to be the guy that the team relies on for everything, game plans, joysticking, winning games, you know, and it's going to put you in a situation where you have to grow, you have to get better and you have to be aware of, of the whole game you know and it's i think that's what you're referring to right is like sometimes it might be better instead of going like rosati for example going and playing for impact i'm not wasn't good how much that helped him you know he 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 maybe got to hear some amazing things from top Mm -hmm. players but he didn't get the experience whereas on nyx he's playing every point he's gonna Mm -hmm. get that experience you know and it's funny you say that about europe because that was another stepping stone because when i played on mo kings that was when uh uh impact really recognized me and got to watch uh me mm-hmm. play and and they really were like all right this dude is going to be a good uh addition to the team yeah. but anyways we'll go with back over uh so Definitely on vicious yeah. yeah so and then vicious came to a rap or whatever uh you know going to omaha and living my uh regular life in socal it just it wasn't a great mix for more time than a, a year i just did it for that year just for fun and then uh entourage came together uh you guys remember entourage with yeah of um, course. yeah yeah rodney squires yeah rodney squires was the coolest coach like <laughs> he fit to my style so much it'd be like <laughs> one o'clock and be like all right guys like you know we're we don't want to overdo it here like, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, it. and dude we won Every tur- we played seven man semi pro. We won every tournament, every mm-hmm. single tournament. Um, and I and love what do, seven. What man. do you think? Uh, what do you think helped with that success of winning well, those we, tournaments? We like a- for the for the listeners, so that they can kind of get some value out of how you do that. Because yeah. a lot of teams want to do that. You know, I I don't know. I've been so lucky. Like every step of the way. Like I was kind of looking at the NX or the your old tournaments, and oh my god, I've won so many tournaments throughout every division. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if I was just lucky or put in the right situations, 
like well, I'm everything don't you weren't on any of those teams out of pure luck right yeah. like maybe it was lucky the location but you were at the field all the time you were getting right. on people's radars you were practicing yeah. you loved the game you weren't drinking you were doing the right things you were right. taking the right steps to to put yourself in these situations you know there's a little bit of luck involved in in all of it all of us can say that for sure you created but, your own luck yeah you created your own luck <laughs> so with yeah. vicious i think we won two tournaments got a few seconds uh, with aftermath, you know, we pretty much won everything there is a, to win. We even won a tournament, uh, pro tournament, our first pro year, and a second. Uh, so, you know, I've always been used to winning, and maybe that's why what motivates me the most, I I would think. But, mm-hmm. anyways, I went to Entourage, we crushed it, and then uh, we played semi pro that whole year. We won. We even won uh, Phoenix uh, and a uh, PSP or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then we tried Entourage as a pro PSP team uh, and we didn't play well and it wasn't fun and I hated it. And, <laughs> and the team was folding that next year because of uh, Mark Lack and his, you know. Oh, yeah. That, that's one guy that was actually a good uh, uh, money guy slash mm-hmm. son uh, mm-hmm. player. He was a really yeah. good player. Yeah, Mark was very athletic. He's crushing it on Instagram. Yeah, huh? he's like a yeah, motivational. Yeah. Somehow he's business motivational when he's from the richest family. And <laughs> funny how yeah. those work right. out, right? Yeah, it's yeah. easy. Life's exactly. easy, guys. Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't watch this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then there was. I think I told her on Maddie's that uh, there was a tournament. It actually was with Entourage. But uh, Dynasty was in the stands and and they were watching our game and they were like, yeah, let's get this kid next season, and uh, yeah. that was that was that was how I got on Dynasty. So this is 2011, nice. 10. 10, 10, 10. 11 is when I got on Dynasty. Okay, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. And then you were you were on Dynasty um, until what was it, sixteen? Uh, for three years, I was on Dynasty, and then on 2014, I went to Damage. That's right. That's right. That's right. So kind of kind of walk me walk me through um, how that all happened with getting on Dynasty and then what those first practices, tournaments and everything like that was like. So that that was, again, like the, those confidence stepping stones where you you I mean, I'm used to playing against teams and I played pro division, mm-hmm. but with my guys and, you know, but anyway, so I play it's with a dream Dynasty. come true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I played with Dynasty and like you still don't know who you are until you're playing beside the best and see if mm-hmm. you could set yourself apart. Mm-hmm. And I remember that first practice. Uh, it was like a weird situation where I was like diving in the snake and you know my patent uh, knee double knee slide, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So I did a somewhat knee slide, weird hip slide, and I was just going into the snake and I shot a guy in the face as I was going in. Yeah. And like... Oliver, Ryan, and like I think Alex were standing there, were plain view where they could see that shot, mm-hmm. and they were and like they were like mind blown away, like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, they were like ready to just like lift me, and I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just seeing their face and their reaction, and it was like, oh my god, my conf- yeah. like I'm I'm here to be Hell to yeah. shine, like I'm yeah. I'm not yeah. just a dynasty guy, I don't mm-hmm. I'm here to win the tournament and be the guy. Mm-hmm. But that's fuck yeah, tight, dude. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah, it was tight. That's what it's I all about. It's... More double knee slides in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. 
dude, it's such a confidence booster when you, when you have those big moments. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, you just came on that organization and, uh, you know, you set the tone. That's what you got to do. Yeah. And you guys went on a little run. You guys won some events that year. Yeah, we won the first four events, which was a seven man, a European, and then an NXL, and then another seven man. And then that was the J-Rap curse. Uh, It was in Chicago, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Where there was like a minute left, and we had a, you know, we're up a point. And (laughs) this sucks, because this... Maybe this is why I'm so like worried about the clock and I really take it serious, like working the clock, being in situation. That's so crucial and painful. Yeah. But uh, so I went out to this Dorito corner like I do blazing fast. You know me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and I I'm pretty sure I we're playing against the Russians and I shoot a guy down the tape and I have the whole wire and I'm just rapping, just big smile on my face, about to win the tournament. Look up at the clock five seconds and then i happen to like look left at the flag and i see j-rab running it in and hangs the flag and like i'm just like what the was i doing dude i should have been inside Mm -hmm. and he made just i don't know if there's tape on this but like it was just it was just the craziest like luckiest well he was he he was in the snake one and he ran all the way out towards the center split the seam because i think Glenn or I forgot who it was was still alive. It was Glenn, I think. And yeah, a was Dorito. on the snake side and a little Dorito, and he just kind of split the seam. He closed his eyes and went for it. Essentially, yes. is what J Rab did, and it, was it worked. And honestly, that's the play that made J Rab, you know, famous. famous. You know, it really is, and uh, rightfully so because then you guys go into overtime and in a one on one. Can't discredit Malloy, but it's funny because I got to play with Stephen Pitts, you know, on the Ironman after this. And it, that one-on-one haunted him incredibly. Really? But Malloy bunkered him in the one-on-one, you know, as you know, to, to win the event. So, Stephen, I swear to God, if you watch any tape from Ironman in 2013 and 14, if Stephen Pitts was like, one, <laughs> no, he would try to bunker the guy every single time. Really? Yes, every single Man, what time. What a legend that guy was. Man. Dude, absolutely. The most underrated player ever. The most. Has to be, right? Has to be. And Glenn's up there. But Glenn, Glenn at yeah. least did get his recognition. Steven got no recognition, no. you know? And he was truly one of the best. And I mimicked a lot of his style of play like that, where he was very just comfortable in bad situations. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he knew when, like, the game was quiet and he knew, like, that sneakiness. You know, some players don't have that yeah. these days without playing yeah. seven-man and stuff. Yeah. But, like, there's points in the game where you could just, like, kind of hunker down, be quiet, and surprise the shit out of people. So, but, true. Yeah. so true. it's true yeah dude Damn. it's about finding those uh those opportunities yeah so what what do you mean the j-rab curse did that carry on so after that? so yeah that year we were on a roll we were winning four events went to the finals that fifth event we got second and we didn't win a, a tournament after that and we got a bunch of seconds a, a bunch yeah. of thirds and like <clears throat> we, something happened i don't know I'm not very superstitious, in, but, right? Yeah. It's, not, it's not superstition. It's just a little bit of doubt creeps into the yeah. psyche, you know, and then that's all it takes to the highest levels. Right. If you have any sort of hesitation in the mind or a little bit of doubt, we're like, yeah, but you know, we could lose this still. It's not good. You know, it's not yeah. good. Sports are very, very, um, they're very mental based. And mm-hmm. then that's when Tyler and I's story came together. You came in 2012, right? Or 13? 13. Yeah. Okay. With, uh, with Spica and, and short dog. So 2012 was uh, 
the the curse kind of you know carried on and i don't i'm pretty well, obviously we won a tournament i just don't remember how many i remember when i came one on the tournament. team one yeah vegas they were... at the end my first right, time right there you playing yep. with dynasty baby that's when our story came together <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah and then there and is. then you went to um what team did you go to russia after that you're talking to me yeah so, so so no in 2012 i played with russian legion that's right. They didn't, yeah. they didn't play seven man. So at the end of the year, um, I guested with Dynasty in the Vegas event. And honestly, you know, I don't regret it because I learned a lot on the Ironman. I, there was a lot of great stuff that happened. What? Not you, Dalton. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I probably should have. Um, I probably should have come to Dynasty after that. You know, we would have been together from from the beginning. Yeah. No, I was just telling Dalton to move his mic a little Sorry, bit yeah, from, was, the, from his <laughs> mouth. He's mouth op- breathers, yeah. open mouth breather. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, dude, that was 13 when we came together and dude, Megatron was formed. That was some good times. Yeah, and I, I watched a bunch of those old videos. <laughs> dude, that video of the infamous game where you jump. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Everyone, dude, I, I shot the most watched paintball game. I shot uh, Damian Ryan off the break. I'll never forget this. I, I was like, all right, I'm going to smoke this full. I'm going to split the seam and then run through. And I shot Damian. Then I ran through. I shot Nikki Cuba in the back. And I jumped in the air and shot one ball at the Dorito guy. Yeah. Shot him, did a flip in the air, landed, did a roll. Kyle zoomed by me. And then we got that one. I was like, oh, my I God. I shot that, that mf in the air. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, that was nuts. John Wick. That's, uh, yeah, dude, that was crazy, was- dude insane man yeah you get lucky every once in a while you know yeah you do but guess what you don't get lucky if you don't go for it that's it dude i was hungry trying to eat faces yeah if you sit back in the in the corner you you don't have a chance to get lucky there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you gotta go dude just just feel it and go most of the time it's gonna work out if it doesn't like dalton said you still are not gonna get harped on you know they're gonna be like dude was going for it that's something that rich telford like instilled in me from a young age um he would always be like, don't be timid, you know, or like, just take the opportunity, go for it. Um, get shot moving. I don't want to ever see you get shot in the same bunker you started in or, or lose a, a game that you could have made some moves, like get your ass up and start moving and try and take it into your hands. Cause yeah. you're not gonna, you're not gonna have anything happen. Just sitting back, you know? Totally. It's true, yeah. man. And there was a, yeah. there was a lot of dynasty magic that year based off of that kind of stuff. Oh man. Yeah, there really was. Yeah, and there was a there was a game where we were playing against the Russians. It was two on five. Remember me and oh, uh, yeah. Yosh, and I was like hiding in this Dorito. Yeah, and uh, we just that was the year where we came up with grit, and uh, grit yeah. was a huge role for us because you know it, it basically meant like never give up, yeah, and just freaking go for it and whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether you have to hide That's for right. ten minutes, where you have to freaking run around with your head cut off and shoot yeah. people in the air, it's like just grit. <laughs> that's right that's so powerful dude that's right and like yeah shit that we were not supposed to win we won and a lot it wasn't like it was one two we won a lot of situations like that to where it kind of was like the norm for us we were like we we would see a situation we're like we got it you know what i'm saying we never like marcella was talking about we never let doubt creep into our mind every situation was ours every single one it didn't matter what the situation was we were going to win it and that's that's how you have to be choosing to think about things like 
like Marcella said, you can never have those little thoughts creep into your mind because it's just debilitating. You don't realize what it does, but it just chops your legs right off. Mm -hmm. As soon as you start thinking like that, you've already lost, you know? But that that is also why preparation is so important. Yep. I know during those times, you guys were one of the most prepared teams in the league from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. You know, it was uh, it was known from the outside the way you guys uh, mm -hmm. were prepared. And if you're not prepared, that's the very first step to allow doubt to creep in. You know, that's you true. show up to these events, mm -hmm. and and if you're not if you're not prepared, you know that you left some sort of work on the table. All right, you're already at a disadvantage. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so important not to let that be the case. Do you remember how hard the practices were, yeah. Dalton? <laughs> and that's back to the competition between ourselves yeah. and grinding yeah. and those low body situations. And yeah, those practices were long and hard, man. And that's the yeah. cool thing about Dynasty. I like ever since I played on Dynasty, like I love the work. I don't know what mm -hmm. it is about being on Dynasty. I think maybe because I know we're all not salary base and we're not getting a check so we're kind of the underdogs mm -hmm. so like that hard work is all we have and yeah. i yeah yeah 100 percent, dude 100 percent. it does it means way more it means way more mm -hmm. we're there because yeah. we want to be that's that's the way the team has always been and and uh you know that's why i was so excited to be able to come and join the team in 2015 it was yeah. something that i had always wanted to be part of i mean from a young kid from when we were on aftermath playing against these guys you know what i mean um there's just so much about dynasty it's truly an honor to be able to have the opportunity to try to carry on the legacy of this team mm -hmm. you know ty you've got the logo behind you right now um yeah that, that shit means a lot man it really does dynasty the dragon it's it's the most meaningful icon in paintball in my opinion you know it is it has honestly transcended the game yeah. And we we're very, very fortunate to be where we are with the organization that we have, the people sitting right here, everyone around us that supports us. We have the best fans in the world. We've got the best support in the world, the best sponsors. Shout out to Field One and HK. Yeah, baby. I mean, we just all around. This is such an honor and a privilege, a true privilege that we're able to wear this jersey to be with this organization and and uh, I don't take it for granted. I know nobody sitting here does, totally. and we got to capitalize on this opportunity. And there's no team I rather win with, like when when I, cause <laughs> you know, like like uh, so towards when I'm making this comeback, like I had options. I'm not gonna lie. There, I yeah, counted. There was nine out of the twenty teams asked me to play with him, yeah. and and there's a lot of stories that I have with people, like like you yeah. said with Greg Pauly, like he he brought me out. And, uh, with Ficious and I felt like I have a history with him and maybe I, I should, uh, re, re, redo that history. And, uh, mm -hmm. so like, dude, the league would have been in trouble if you did that move. And I, I almost did. did. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, with impact, it's like, I have a history with him. And then, and then I think about dynasty and it's like, mm -hmm. it's just it, man. I can't explain it. It's you guys. It's, it's, it's the history of the team. It's also mm -hmm. Ryan, like he's, given so much this team and gave up so much uh -huh. that he could have had and it's kind of it's inspiring yeah. it is yeah, he's inspiring he, he's really stuck it out with the team yeah. we give him so much shit on the show but it, it, it's with a, a lot of respect as well he truly is friggin ryan guy. is godfather bro right ryan is uh he's i got mean gray hair to match he he's got the gray godfather hair to match <laughs> um he's been in it and he's he's accomplished everything there's like to accomplish you know and he still is driven. He still is passionate. He drives me, drives me a little crazy too. And mm -hmm. he drives me to be the best that I can be. And 
I'm so grateful for that dude and for for all the the wizards. You know, we got we got a handful are, of wizards, dude, the wizards on the team. man. Yeah, they're the wizards. Josh, <laughs> Alex, right. Ryan, yeah. they're the freaking wizards. <laughs> and yeah. and throughout all like my years of winning, and I've talked about like all the fortunate times I've won. But like the thing too, I have to think about is like when you do lose, and you're gonna lose more than you win. But like seeing Ryan's face, I don't know. It, it's like when he gives it his all, man. And I know you guys do too. But like seeing people's faces after a loss, it's like there's nothing more inspiring than that. And, uh, yeah, dude, you just gotta win, man. That's yeah, it. and especially just for the guys that losing is isn't really in there understanding of this yes, game you know exactly. and uh they they earn wins their entire career you know and to still be some of the best in the game i mean any one of one of them could pretty much get a starting spot on just about any yeah. pro team in the league you know what i mean and that's it's pretty remarkable to have been doing it for that long and, and to still be where they are um mm -hmm. you know yeah but let's again dive back in we haven't even gotten to impact we got to share all the impact stories right. to, to the entire world but first <laughs> let's let's go back in there was a uh, you know a few years with dynasty you guys had a ton of success that was probably one of the more successful eras of dynasty was like 13 14 yeah you know there was mm -hmm. uh you guys won the championships you were winning over in europe yeah we, we were just like a fine-tuned machine like i think of like nascar like everything the pit dude like we had mm. sideline coaching. We had the sponsors, HK. And it's yeah. like everything was just like there was no reason not to succeed. We had everything going for us, you know. Mm -hmm. Dude, that was the best because that was the first year that HK Army sponsored Dynasty. Yes. And we just came out knocking people out with HK. Just, ah, let's go. I remember go. <laughs> they had the big, uh, like the G count signs. They were doing yeah. like chants like for codes and like. That's right. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it was, they were right there the helping HK us every step of the way. The HK guys have always been yes. the most involved owners in paintball. And I cannot thank them enough for that. You know, yep. to this yeah. day, you know, not quite as much as before, but Hey, I, I, I get it. But to this day, they're still in our pits, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. in most of our games, they're in our pits. They're excited. You could see it on their face. Like if we lose a point, I see the tension on Jay's face or Marky or even Brandon Fort when he makes his appearance every now and then, like they yeah. want the win almost as bad as we do. They care about their teams. They also show similar support for Houston heat. You know, they're two yeah. top teams. Shout out to Marky. the YouTubers. You got I'm wearing Marky uh, on my chest right now. Yeah, dude, I didn't realize that. <laughs> That's Marky. That's a fear and loathing. Yeah, I was asking her. That's loaded. so sick. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, just the, the guys have always cared so much, you know, and that's why I love to support them, you know, because they support their teams. They really do. They support their their guys, and um, mm -hmm. you can't ask for much more from a paintball company, you know, from a sponsor. Yeah. And, and they're also like our best friends, you know. It's yes. like those yeah. are my dudes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Brandon Short now is there, and it's as soon as yeah. I got on Dynasty, you know, Short was texting me like, "What?" what gear i wanted and uh he sent me some stuff and we we're mm -hmm. talking about it pre-show it's like dude this gear and i i've had you know i'm not gonna bash on any old gear i had but hk is by far and i don't i'm not by the guy hk that, yeah, by hk i'm not the guy that's gonna <laughs> lie to you I, i'll tell you honestly and for sure yeah. their shit's fresh man i missed yep. it yeah for sure style uh quality and you just got like I said, these guys care. They care yeah. about paintball and it shows in everything they do. Um, we're just, we're just so lucky, dude. We really are we the are. luckiest dudes. So, so yeah, yeah, talk to me about uh, Dynasty and then how did the whole 
thing come about with Tampa. Um, that was a big paycheck you got there. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's like kind of roll into that segment. So it wasn't bad. You know, I was getting paid 40 G's plus 10 guns to play 15 weekends of paintball that year. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Fine. This was 2014. Yeah. yeah 14. Yeah. And short, and I, short was giving me shit like, dude, like what the fuck? Like you're going to leave. Yeah. And I had no idea what he was talking about. And, <laughs> and we actually won a, a woods ball tournament to T. I don't know if you remember yeah. it was at SC. <laughs> Yeah, and like dude, we made we cashed out on that we were, yeah so we were <laughs> i already played an event with you guys i'm like what are you talking about you know yeah and uh joey called me and was like hey we're gonna give you some real money like are you gonna be interested i'm like well how much as long as it's a dollar more i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 no and then impact was also i think a year prior to that i almost actually went to impact like oh, wow. they sent me a jersey and everything like bart called me and was like hey oh. we'll give you this I was like, oh shit. I cause this was 2011, 12. I didn't make anything playing with Dynasty. Mm-hmm, like right. they gave me a gun or so, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna like now they're gonna give me some money. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh and that's, but anyways, that's the cool thing about Dynasty is you know, they support their players. Yes. I know that they've told all of us, like, yo, it is know, what it is. If it's yeah. gonna be good for you, uh, you know, you always have a spot back here. Yeah, and that's cool too. I'm not yeah, kind of, um, kind of on both sides of the fence of that whole thing, but, but uh, I totally. There's support. some players that don't can't come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's like we want to make sure that you're gonna be okay. It, we want to make sure that your life is gonna be better, and that's a beautiful thing to have friends, teammates, organization that supports you like that. And I wasn't okay. I had a huge drug problem and I loved alcohol, so I needed money. So that's right. just kidding. You got to feed it. Just kidding, mama. Yeah. Just kidding. But that's a joke. It's a joke. So, so yeah. And I almost went to Impact uh, one of those years. And then I talked to Alex and he convinced me to stay with his uh, wit and his charm. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, I, and then I, so I went He's to witty. damage. I went to dam- yeah. <laughs> I went to damage, dam- damage, uh, Cut the fun. So I went back to Dynasty, which, yeah, I feel like a, a hot girlfriend that you guys keep taking me back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love you. Just I stop keep... lying to us, Dalt. Just yeah. stop cheating. Stop cheating. You just stop lying. Can't, <laughs> you yeah. can't resist that ass. You're boy. always on the phone with another girl. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> with another guy. Yeah. If it's the yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> well, either one, actually. You know, who knows? Yeah. It's so 2020. Back. Back to Dynasty. I think that was 15. So that was a year we were all playing together at that time. And uh, Oliver came back for Cup. And man, mm-hmm. what a great story that is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was special. Co- oh, my God. It, it felt like a movie. Like that weekend was like one of the longest, best weekends of my life. And yeah. And it, the crazy thing is I didn't even uh, Sunday. I didn't even play that much. I was playing the Snake in that field marcelo was holding down the dorito side it was kind of a slower methodical field mm-hmm. but i didn't even play that much and that was one of my best wins which is crazy and that's maybe i became more of a team player starting then which i'm proud of and we but, won uh, two tournaments that weekend actually we won the uh oh yeah the, um what was that format that they had us play in the beginning but like the, it was the two five hundred two pod which i think paint. it's cool yeah, yeah. yeah. i like limited paint for sure i like I would be totally on board with four. Yes. I I think that if we capped it at four, that's the perfect amount and you get a lot of creativity and still be able to play paintball. Not so much bounce 
bounce. Dude, I fucking cannot stand bounce ball. That shit drives me nuts. I I, I do it. I like it. I like it. I know. There's a lot of people. Oh, back guys part of the game. Yeah, the back guys love it. But it's like it's like a, it's just like as a spectator when I'm watching paintball, I don't want to see someone get shot on a bounce shot. Like, oh, that's super thrilling. He got shot on a bounce shot. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I think four or even maybe five is something in there. Like, I, I would I would like that, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean me that, that that wouldn't eliminate bounce shots though, you know, and and that's bounce yeah, shots are something that is, if you understand the game, you understand that that's actually a really hard thing to do, you know. And so it when is. I watch games, I, I people say that they really hate the long, boring points, but those are some of the most interesting for me because they're really complex, actually, you know, and there's a lot going on. Um, mm-hmm. But I understand that that's not the average viewer too, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I yeah. like the hot, the more difficult stuff. The average viewer just wants to see crash and bash carnage. You know? yeah. <laughs> carnage. Yeah. So I get that as well, you know, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, I do understand that it is, it, and I use them. Like oh, I'm not going to say, you know, like I yeah. play them, I use them. I, but for me, like I like to think of paintball as like a, I want paintball to be viewed by the masses and I don't want the masses to see people get peeled out off of like a ricochet shot. I want people getting shot square in the goggles face up. Like that stuff is thrilling to me. I do think it would be cool and thrilling. Again, it goes back to not having split deck and having two minutes in between points to where you could do instant replays with the telestrator and kind of explain Mm -hmm. what happened. But if there was a sweet bounce shot and you had it on film and you could actually show the viewers like the shot, they'd be like, Whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah. You just shot it off (laughs) the bunker into someone like, what yeah. then it then it would actually highlight it and be cool but right now mm-hmm. we just don't have that kind of technology yeah. ability unfortunately that's true that's true. well we have the technology it's more the the funding and and that kind of yeah. stuff and we're also stuck doing the split deck dance which is <laughs> get me out yeah, of here and, uh, that just stifles uh the inertia that a natural paintball game has the the momentum yeah, that totally. you know like when i I, I'll never forget when they started that split deck. It was like, hold on, I got to sit here for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. like what, <laughs> bro? Or, or eight minutes? Yeah, you know. You know? You gotta and then you, yeah, you set a point. You're like, uh, oh yeah. And well, if you sit a point, yeah, I might as well not even play. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go get ready for the next match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the Dude, worst. Yeah, it's, it is pretty crazy. We'll see. But, I think that there's a lot of people that that agree, but it's just the time. You know, the time management. They have to. Oh, keep absolutely. These games it, going. It's it's yeah. purely from a funding point of view. It is mm-hmm. efficient. Um, you can run more games on one field. And, and that's it. That's the only benefit that it has, you know, and, and I do understand that the league needs to do that right now. I hope that we can get to a point to where they don't need to do that. And we can expand a little bit because I think it'll help the growth of the viewership for sure. Yeah. All right. Take us into damage Dalty. What was that like playing with damage? Uh, You got to play under um, Paul Richards. No, no, he was gone. Oh, okay. Was it SK? It was SK. SK. Shout out, shout out SK. And Rest in peace, Paul Richards. What a great yeah. man. Um, what an astounding coach as well. And SK as well as uh, yeah, SK rock was, star. Yeah. yeah, what was it like playing for SK? I, I do want to talk about that because, again, you've played for a lot of different top coaches. That's kinda. right. Yeah, I have. That's, yeah, because between Mike, Greg, even Rich Delford for a year. Yeah. Damn. Then, Dave uh, Baines. Rusty. Dave, yeah, Rusty. So, Dude, you've so seen it them is, all. It is crazy, like all the different personalities and – the way people coach and you can learn so much from coaches like yeah and that's one big thing about paintball it's like you got to pick people's brain and listen and 
I heard you guys talking about it with Ryan what, uh, yesterday, but you guys, or whenever you guys did it, but mm-hmm. you can learn so much from anybody. Like mm-hmm. I can learn from new people playing the game. And That's But anyways, right. coaches do have a lot of knowledge and they've been around the game and they watch the game. So, But yeah. SK was one of those guys, which I started to appreciate. Like that team, there was no like ramping up, getting up for the game. It was just do your job and... Mm-hmm. And uh, they were all very talented, fundamental-based players because, you know, from it's so weird, like East Coast, West Coast, Russia, like there's so mm-hmm. much different styles, but yeah. a lot of a lot of technique is, is uh, you they know. They work hard. Main. Yeah, they work hard and they, yeah. they do drills. And shout out to Jason Edwards. He's posting those uh, snap shooting drills. Yeah. Those are cool, man. Those are really are. good for you. And, I agree. But uh, – more so, yeah. paintball. That's a uh, we're dude. Like we need everybody. We talk about this all the time. Like we need everybody to be giving it their all at helping us boost paintball in any way they can. Mm-hmm. Get out there, make videos, dude. Do whatever you can to boost this thing and, and get it going for the community. Yeah. So damn it, uh, I think we got a second in cup that year. We lost seven zero to Art Chaos. Yeah, that was pretty bad, and they that was enough. They yeah, they're badass. They're cool. <laughs> and that was another uh weekend where I was I like totally blew my knee out. I don't know what the Oof. heck happened. And I was just it was I think it was against Ironman or someone. But I was still going after and still playing and that in that finals I was hurting pretty bad. But jeez. Yeah, you guys beat us in the semifinals. Yes. Year. So it was you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had this yeah. like crazy chiropractor dude that just like pulled my leg and it like popped i'm like oh i'm good now i don't know what he did but i think it's fucked up from there (laughs) 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 he did he did damage yeah he did damage (laughs) so yeah yeah and then then back to dynasty and and uh Mm -hmm. so what happened in 16 did we do all right we we did not and so actually you know I, i I think we all probably have our views on why not, but why do you think we didn't? Yeah, we, we won World Cup. Uh, Oliver decides to come back and stay with us for 2016. And um, I think we had 11 guys on the roster. It's pretty, you know, it's kind of tough to manage as well, but we didn't do that well in 2016. I don't think we, I don't think we even got to the finals. Mm-hmm. Dang, yeah. So, I mean, really. Oh, you- we did. We got to finals in Ohio against Impact and lost, I think. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of like around the time frame people really started getting better. There's heat mm-hmm. and impact and all these teams are just getting so much better. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, there's a lot of teams now that you're competing yeah. against instead of one or two. Mm-hmm. Now I love it's that. Like it's competitive. Six or seven. Yeah. Well, now yeah. it's all of them pretty much, but yeah. But yeah, anyways. So I, how did, how do you think dynasty groomed you like coming up, you know, when you first got on dynasty, grooming you for success um to to make these jumps into these other organizations do you think that um there was any particular players that that gave you a lot of insight or any big cornerstones of knowledge that you learned from from any aspect so like you guys had alex on your podcast and he always loves to take (laughs) credit for every freaking player that's ever (laughs) they'll they'll play one tournament with dynasty and all of a sudden alex is like taught them everything they know (laughs) but it's like when i got on dynasty in 2011 that was probably the best year of paintball i played and yeah it was because of alex (laughs) (laughs) frazier 
but obviously, uh, you know, you learn so like like we said before, just listening and and taking in information, and obviously from Ryan and all those guys, you're gonna learn a lot. And Oliver, yeah, mainly Alex. <laughs> yeah, but Oliver was huge, and Oliver, I don't know why he took a big liking to me, and and uh, and I. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he liked me so much, but he was always there. Yeah, to I don't. Help e- me out. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he really made me um, uh, do that whole just get down the field, play the mm-hmm. freaking tape, rap. I remember there was mm-hmm. times in practice where I would look inside and start shooting a lane, and he would go, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's not what he wanted me to do. Yeah, yeah. And that helped a lot too. Like that's. That's huge. If you could just battle heads up and, and you want to mm-hmm. be that player that gets down the field, like don't mm-hmm. even look inside. It's like mm-hmm. even get to their back corner and then look inside. It's like yeah. uh, by wrapping right. their back corner. Yes. You, you know, rap. yeah. What's, what's never even yeah. yeah. It's funny, Dal. I um, you know, Tyler and I've been teaching some pro schools together. We both coach teams as well. And that's been a philosophy that I personally have taught for so long to Dorito players or snake players is the wrap and go mentality. And mm-hmm. and Oliver was Oliver, Shane Pistana, and Mike Kinman were mm-hmm. really the ones that always instilled that into me. And that like has become a cornerstone. When you watch the best attackers, that's what they do. They don't mm-hmm. sit there and get caught up looking inside, mm-hmm. trying to get a kill on someone's pack or something. They get down the field. They're worried about the person in front of them first. They shoot that person and then they systematically work down the field, you know, and, and play the tape and you get behind people that way, you know, and it's, it's- it- it's like a football game almost. You got to move the chains. You want to keep taking that 10 yards, 10 yards, yep. 10 yards. Yeah. And, and obviously there's going to possibly be a guy in the middle or heads up that's going to try and stop you, but work your ass off to shoot that fool or put him in and keep going, you know, mm-hmm. don't. Um, and then that's, that's like that. What's stopping you mentality, right? We talk about that all the time. Marshy, when we do our, our pro schools is like, what is stopping you? Yeah. You're stopping you. You're the only thing stopping you. So get your ass wrapping and moving and let's go. Let's move these chains, you know? And yeah. That's my favorite yeah. thing back guys say. You hear it all the time. The back guy goes, hey, what's stopping you? What do you need? Yeah. yeah. And that's like in a front player's eyes, you're like, sometimes that like gets that's you all like, you need. It's all you need. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. if you could put this dude in, that'd be great. And then we could go and win this game. Yes. And that's that's but that's often, often you don't even need anything though. That's what's funny. Yeah. And then like yeah. as experienced as you might be um, as a front player, you know, you know that often nothing is even stopping you other than yourself, but still just that voice of, Hey, Marcelo, yeah. Dalton, Tyler, what's stopping you? Like, Oh wait, here we go. Okay. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nothing. going, I'm in the 50 now I'm rapping. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. You know, that's true. Dude, I, too, yeah. I literally, I have the text messages right here this morning. Rusty texted me uh, this quote in a, in a book. And it's like asking better questions, you know, like that connectivity with yourself and with the others around you to formulate the best questions that produce the best answers for the organization so that we can get the results that we need. We need fucking wins. So get your yeah. ass down the field and go get these guys so we can win these tournaments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, what's stopping you? Let's go, you know? And that's, that's the cool thing about. about paintball because, I mean, depending on the layout and all that BS and the bounce shots and yada, 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 but ultimately attacking is going to win majority mm-hmm. of the games. And that's yeah. the thing I love about paintball. Especially now with these fields that they've created with yeah. bro. Are you kidding me? When I started in seven, man, they had two car washes. We got six of them on an X ball field oh. now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you can like, figure something out, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
there's so many uh, opportunities on these new fields that they've created more so than ever. And they've designed it this way to where the attackers are winning. And, and a lot of the, it, a yeah. lot of the teams that are winning like Ironman uh, in Vegas, like they won through the center and a rod. That's right. Pretty much was their attack, which center is typically known for get there and hold a lane and hold this. But like you shoot a guy, yeah. you could, you could get that's dirty, right. man. Yeah. And that's what he does just as good as anybody, if not the best in the league. Yep. He's one of the best shooters off the break. Yeah. And he he knows a plan of attack. He's going to try and shoot this guy off the break and then split a seam and find, find seam. and he finds this opening that most people don't even know exists, but he's already calculated that. He knows I'm going to shoot this guy off the break. It's going to create this opportunity. I'm going to come up here, smoke this guy, and then I'll take three of them out. You guys get the last couple and we win that point, you know? Yeah. And that goes back to like we were talking about with the ice skating and snowboarding. It's like in yeah. practice, you got to go for it sometimes and find those yeah. holes. You're going to get shot. You're going to yeah. get bunkered. You're going to get this, but you got to find yeah. out. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah when, uh, again, when, when I'm coaching teams, I, I fly out to New York for practices, not just events. Now it's really cool that I've gotten to work with this New York team so much, but that's the way we structure practices as well. You know, it's constant. Let's, put ourselves in position to where we're going way faster than we would want to play in the tournament. Right. Because that's the only way that you're going to figure out what you can get away with. Yeah. You know, we have plays where we're sending two guys to the other side of the field, essentially within 20 seconds, but then you, you figure out, okay, if this happens, this opportunity does open up. If you just sit back and play five on five paintball and you're just kind of shooting and trying to communicate the whole time, you never get to explore those opportunities. You never get to see if you can get away with it. And when you need it in the event, you don't have it in your arsenal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Ryan, <clears throat> yeah, was- I like, I like that Ryan, even yesterday, Moorhead, when we were talking about, uh-huh. he's like, we want reps. We want to, you know, right, when we yeah. start on a field, we're not here to, to try and, be the champions at practice you know, we want reps. We want to see how the flow of the field is going to go. Cause every field has a different flow and everything presents n- different opportunities and different moments that you can capture. So you want to just get as many reps as you can to get the flow and figure out how this is going to start to formulate, you know? And I like what he was saying about, you know, finding uh, your position on the field, like individually, like there's mm. pos- positions for everyone and people that are good mm. at this or that. It's like, yeah, maybe we didn't do that too well on dynasty back in the day, but there are even me, like I could play the snake sometimes, but it also depends mm-hmm. on what the snake is or what it looks like. Or For sure. Yes. That's 100%. Right. Dude. Sometimes big daddy goes to the snake too. You know, yeah, it's sometimes like, teasing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's also, you, you were talking about world cup. That world cup was a methodical Dorito side, you know? And yeah. so I went over there instead of exactly, you, right. a faster right. attacker, you know, and yeah. it, it, it is absolutely about, where is this player going to produce the most for the yes. team, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what a, a good coach can recognize as well. You know, is um, you, you got to be able mm-hmm. to pull players from certain spots, put the right packages in together, you know, um, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so excited. You know, we're going to have three weeks of grinding together and kind of figuring out, I can't, w- I wish the layout was out now. I just want something yeah. to study and be working yeah. towards with you guys. Like the, when the layout drops, everything else in my life disappears, you know, it's all about that layout, you know, like, man, I, I do love it. It's, um, it's, 
it's also like UFC when like you got a wrestler in there and like all of a sudden he wants to bang and stand up with Connor and gets his wig split. Yeah, it's like yeah. dude, you're a wrestler. That was yeah. our game plan, man. Yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good analogy actually in fights. Yeah, like some yeah. like okay, well no, I'm gonna try to play your game. Yeah, no, you know, but do do your game. And it goes to ego game. and all that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. 100%. And then you, then then Connor's fighting Mayweather with boxing gloves on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, when you got Frank Connor playing Snake One. You're like, wait a minute, I know you're good, but let's figure yeah. this out. Yeah, yep. let's figure it out. That's awesome, All right, dude. Dalt. 2016 comes around. Dynasty doesn't do that well. Is that part of the reason you left, or was it purely? Well, I was. Or what was? Uh, what it was of- mainly because of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought we'd move past that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm the reason you left and the reason you came back. So it's yeah. a good story. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, Impact was always taking a liking to me. And I played uh, with ML Kings in Europe. And they called me Euro Doll out there. Mm-hmm. And I you played with, this- with the Kings over there. Yeah. And yeah. And we're we got we beat heat a few times i think we took two seconds and it's a team that's you know they're they're pretty decent players now but four or five years ago they were literally new they were protein. very fresh yes right. very fresh dude so so it was a it was a it was and that was so much fun i love playing every point and that's when i feel like I mean, every paintball player could agree. It's like you do get in a groove. If you're playing good, if you're just sucking, you're sucking. But mm-hmm. if you could get in a groove, you're, you're dialing your shots off the break. You're dialing your runs. You're dialing in your battles. Like it's, you get in a good groove. And in Europe, I found that groove. And, uh, yeah, so that's when Impact was really, really trying to come after it then. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the more experienced players get yeah. into a groove right the the younger players you can use them as utility players yeah um because there is no guarantee that more reps are going to make them play better but the more experienced players the more looks they get against a team in a certain match they absolutely get into a groove you know because you start to figure out the way people are shooting the flow of how the other attacker on your side wants to play you know the type of secondary moves your uh the other two wants to make you you can figure that stuff out a lot better mm-hmm. with experience you know with more reps and the other side of it, like there's tournaments, like, so when I did get to impact, I think I played nine, I want to say about 19 events with them or so. Cause I played Europe for two years and, and Excel. And there was some tournaments where I didn't play majority of the tournaments. I was on the starting lineup. And that was actually one of the goals I had when I got on that team. I'm like at cup, I want to be one of the five. Like I just want to be a starter. I want to play, you know? Uh-huh. And I always did. And, and there was a few tournaments where I didn't. And if I'm not playing and it's Sunday and I didn't play like the first five points, like don't put me in. Like I, I just know myself. I'm like, I'm not that player that just comes off. I mean, sits for five games and just is going to go in and stunt. Like mm-hmm. I, I take a lot of risk. I, it's just, I need to be warmed up and I just, sure. I just know myself. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good, dude. You got to know kind of yourself. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, dude, go real ahead, quick, I, I think uh, that World Cup, you guys beat us in the finals 2017 yeah. where you did get the starting job. And the thing you did the absolute best was starting early. 
Yeah. <laughs> you <fucker>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was shooting I everybody going to that side of the field. And there's this one point in specific you're where like, it was like a super there. close game. I swear to God, the horn blew and you're already diving into the margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude. Get some refs on this guy. Oh my god! Going Dude, he was he was playing the game, baby. Got to play the edge. J J Rab J Rab openly admitted it on the show with Ghost Sports yeah, too. That, that impact, like you know, you guys always started early, essentially. But hey, that was part of the game. It really was. Yeah, you know, I'm so happy that's work. gone. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Because it's um, it, it it was something that was so easy to do. You know, and, and it's uh, one of those things like if one person's doing it, like Mouse was the start of it, like we yeah. all have to do it now. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's gonna yeah, look exactly. even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yep. Dude, good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, all right. So here we go. Keep going. But th- there was a lot to be learned on impact, like the consistency, and because you know, like I said, you're not getting all the reps you can be or should be because of the team's pretty deep, but mm-hmm. I did want to learn that aspect of the game where I could just come off the bench and and play pretty consistent. And I think that is, it's kind of unfortunate because it goes against my style of play, but you do have to play a little smarter, a little slower. Um, I I actually think that that is when you really started to evolve though, and become one of the best. So you're always an elite attacker, but you became one of the top paintball players and it's the same thing that happened with mouse same thing that happened with chad george yes you know those attackers that like once they started to realize the pace of slowing it down when needed now fuck okay so this player can be dominant in any situation right that's a game changer you know instead of the next level yeah. yeah it is it really is that's the hardest thing for players younger players coming up to really master because it takes a lot of experience it takes a lot of understanding the clock you talk about the clock the clock is so crucial you got to understand the clock the situation the score what your team needs you know it's all so important and it's it's like so simple to learn now obviously in hindsight but it's like it's like i said with that game where you guys won the breakout and we're up three points Mm -hmm. and if i'm not mistaken like somebody went down the field and got had a bad death and revo came back on you guys but it's like all you had to do is sit there and talk and Mm -hmm. let them come to you Yep. Obviously, that's not always like pushing is usually the case. But when when you're up points, you're up on time and you're up bodies. Like there's a lot of scenarios where it's like it's going to be hard for them to dig you out. So. Dude, that shit drives me crazy when we make <laughs> bad decisions and like, oh, my God, because it's it's we're just throwing the game straight out the yeah. window. You know, it's like they didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. And you know what, Dalton, you have one of the most nonchalant carefree styles of paintball that I've ever seen. And it works for you. And it's very refreshing in a world so full of anxiety and like all this too much thinking and applied pressure on themselves. Where did you learn how to, to have this like nonchalant style? Like what, where did you get that? You know, I I don't know particularly, like I hear a lot of people say that. I heard you say that. I heard uh, Miles say that a lot of people tell me that. And I, I mean, I can't really put a finger on it. I think it's just how you are. It's just your upbringing, it's just how I am. But also like I'm kind of playing against myself and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of scenarios. And le- even later in my game and when I became more like just better all around, like mm-hmm. I tried to be mistake free and mm-hmm. e- like and I'm really just playing against myself. I don't even That's think right. like this dude or that dude. Like if I have a move and it, I used to tell Brandon Cornell, like 
dude, we're in the finals. Like, be the guy. Just go for it. Why don't Why don't you just be the guy that is the MVP and you won and and you went for it? I mean, obviously, if you have it, take it. And you could take risks, though. Like, a lot of people are scared to take risks. And I've never been scared to take risks because because I I've been the guy that's like, dude, you want it for us. And I've been the guy that like, oh, you kind of blew it for us. But <laughs> I <laughs> no one remembers those though. <laughs> yeah. But if you could just be that one guy that that few times in those yeah. points or those games, they're gonna remember those mm-hmm. games. So I think you I, I think, and this is just a, my assessment of it, is you actually are just really mature for even even though you don't always come off that way, it actually is a real maturity in your game that you challenge yourself to the fullest, but you also understand you're playing a game and that gives you a little bit of freedom to go out there and explore and be creative and do stuff that has made you one of the best, you know, and that does take a maturity of understanding as much as this means to me, it is still just us playing a game. Yeah. You know, and that's an important thing to understand as well. I've, I personally have been way too in my head in the past, you know, and don't want to make this mistake or I let something eat me up too much. And, you know, in, in one hand, that's part of what has driven me to be where I am today. But on the other hand, some of my best moments are when I'm able to let that go, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I do, I do look up to you in a lot of aspects with stuff like, um, I, I, again, you mentioned this on Maddie's, you said the heat game. I think this is the game you're talking about. Dude, that was was the game that me and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like dalton you ready buddy yeah. and then i just we sent it <laughs> no was it i thought this the one i'm thinking of was a two-on-one i think no yeah uh, it was, well, was, was over three on two and me and tyler were on the same side right with each yeah. other and but yeah. like okay okay there's situations and it happened a lot <laughs> in that game where like we talked about it earlier it's like you're down you have nothing to lose mm-hmm. um and like you talk, I was watching your tactics video, Marcelo, and you talked about it. it's like you gotta kind of go for it early before they're kind of doing chaos control. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And if that if, little window of opportunity. And there's in paintball, like you really can't be thinking. Like you just just go and do it. Like in it, and I've been in so many situations, which like we said, you just go down the mountain. You mm-hmm. just always just keep sending it, dude, and and you're gonna learn, and you're gonna know the timing, and it's gonna pay off all of all of the thinking and mental preparation and decisions and and stuff like that should be made before the game Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and then when you're playing you're just reacting and all this stuff's already stored in your mind you know okay if i shoot this guy this is my opportunity if this guy makes it to here this is what i should do you know all this stuff should already be in there and then sometimes you throw all that out the window too (laughs) just close your eyes and run down the field but i did i did want to know like what was going through your mind like watching that and like back yeah. there because i already knew we were play. gonna win yeah, yeah. I, I, well i knew we were down bodies and i knew we had to just go for it and i had this guy set up perfectly and i felt you I, it's just the, like we said the energy i just felt you mm-hmm. wanting it i felt us want it and i'm like yes go 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 and then you just took it and ran with it and we won it it was like yeah baby what you know what it's e- just what event was this vegas vegas 2016 okay yeah, it was then we lost that's right okay we lost yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Then and I was burnt out, I think, crazy. after that game. <laughs> I blew yeah, my load there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, you know, it's just like you said, it's it's uh we do the work prior. That way when you're on the field, you're not crunching numbers. We already right. we already knew we were gonna win. We knew how to win these things, and it's just you know, sending it like Dalton said, fucking throw that thing down the field and let's just roll with it, you know. 
and it works. Well, and another thing, you know, you brought back uh, Billy Bernacci getting bounced going into the snake in that event, and then he goes down and shoots four. Like I always tell people mm -hmm. at the same time in paintball, you got to make them shoot you. I can't tell you how many times I feel like I'm a pretty damn good shot, holding lanes, stuff like that, so, something I'm pretty good at. And a player will just run through it. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, he just <laughs> ran through. I was literally shooting that lane. And then he comes down and shoots people, you know? So at the same time as a front player, you just got to make it happen. You yeah. just got to, you just got to go and, and roll the dice mm -hmm. sometimes. Dude, Dalt, what's your favorite aspect of paintball? Like what, what, what keeps inspiring you to play top level paintball? I know you love us and, and you <laughs> want to be, you know, out there with us, but like what, what inspires you to be great and what drives you? Well, as much as I like been listening to you guys and like Alex and you guys, I hear you talk about like just having fun and all that, mm -hmm. like to be on, uh, yeah, I don't want to have fun. I want to win. I don't either, Thank dude. I'm I don't done, even care. I'm done if, having fun. Yeah, maybe that's from <laughs> maybe that's from aftermath. No fun, just whatever. Yeah. Dude, so winning that's, is fun. We always full, had fun yeah. when we won. Yes, full so that's full right. circle. Now I'm going yeah. back to my old ways of thinking on aftermath. Like win at all costs. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like, and oh, that's another thing. Like with playing wise, like like if if because you're practicing before these events, so like on the field you're showcasing what you've learned and what you've practiced. So mm -hmm. if, if you don't got it, there's times people just are better than me and I could live with that. So all I'm doing is just showcasing what I've been working for and what I've been practicing. Like I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. trying to make magic out here. I'm just, mm -hmm. just doing what I know to do. So, mm. but easy just, money, yeah. easy money. Yeah, yeah but, dude. But what was it that, and I think I could probably even answer it, but um, just knowing the type of person you are, it's competition. But what, you know, were you missing the most about playing paintball? Again, like you, you, you to me, talking to you, it seems like you're hungrier than ever, right? You want to come back and, uh, and, and really, you know, prove something and play at the highest level, probably better than you've ever played for the next three or four or five years. So yeah. what, what fueled that being away from the game for you? I have a lot of like reasons and, I've told myself reasons. I told my wife reasons and I've told you guys reasons. And I, obviously it's a mixture of everything. Cause, um, well, one, like you have to have purpose in life and you want to get better. Uh -huh. And, and then the kids, like, I don't want, I'm, I'm have this full-time job. I have this crazy commute, these weird hours. I'm uh -huh. getting fat. Like, I, <laughs> like I needed motivation to be like my best self and not, yes. not for myself, but also for my kids to see that. Yes. And mm -hmm. just and have them see me doing something I love. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what was the very kickstart of the motivation. Wow. And then mm -hmm. and then obviously just being cooped up and uh and just wanting that competition. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Bro, li life is not the same without paintball. Mm -hmm. It just isn't. And I think that you've really experienced that. I think yep. that you really fully understand how important it is on a spiritual, mental, physical level to have that competition, to have that brotherhood, all of us clicked up, you know, it's like life just isn't the same without paintball. It isn't. Yeah. You need something. Everyone needs something, man. Like, yeah. And as far as like, uh, being healthy and it's crazy because I did go through, like I was saying with all those crazy work schedule and it the kids, you. And like, and now you're adding in like fast food because what the hell am I going to eat? That's so right. So now you're adding in fast food and this shitty town has McDonald's or Taco Bell. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you're adding in bad decisions and you're, you're just weighing yourself down in it. And mm -hmm. I've felt so much better, like losing a little bit of weight, 
eating yeah. better, having something to look forward to. Like life is like, yeah, it's just brighter now. And, and, and I appreciate Dude. it already. Yeah. It's, I mean, even with, yeah. So, sorry, Ty. Yeah. But even with yeah. like, with COVID, you know, we didn't know when the next tournament was going to be in. So, you know, I set up a little workout station in my living room. The gyms are closed. I'm still going out and trying my hardest to, to make sure that I can have something to train for, stay a little fit, but it's just not the same. Not the same. And then once they announced World Cup is for sure happening, here mm-hmm. we go. You have this goal. You have something yeah. on the calendar, something to strive for. That's how I've been my whole life. I've always had something that I'm chasing as far as a goal, you know? Okay, it's Vegas. We're getting ready for Vegas. And here's my structure for the two months, three months leading up to that event. That's so important for people to have. And I, I you know, for me, it's always been paintball. And um, I'm, going to have to find something afterwards. You know, maybe that will be the transition with golf, who knows, but there's, there always has to be something that you're striving for. Otherwise you do get complacent. You know, it's really easy to, you know, just go into the gym, just to go to the gym for me, doesn't necessarily work because Mm -hmm. that's like ego, I guess. I I, I don't know. I don't need it to look good. I want to, I'm doing it because I want to achieve something, something real. And so yeah, you know, I think it's important for people to have that kind of stuff in their life as a cornerstone. And I so proud, like you both, both of your kids are going to get to grow up and see their dad succeed in something that is very abstract and outside of the box and passionate and something that you guys love. And that's a dude, that's one of the most important messages you can send to your kids. I'll tell you what, because growing up, my dad was always the same way, not really so much with sports. He wasn't in the best shape or, or health condition, but he always had these just insane out of the box business projects. Mm-hmm. You know, he never worked for anybody. He always was his own entrepreneur, whether it was getting cars from auctions or having like a hot dog stand at the paintball field. Like it was always these really strange things, but he made him work. And, and that shaped my entire personality, I think, you know, and so what you guys are doing for your children, you, you might not even realize how important it is, but it's so crucial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, you're right. Uh, my son, he always tells me, cause it's something that I tell him, like, I always tell him Harmon's never quit. And, yeah, yeah, and he, dude. he will tell me that sometimes. And I'm like, Oh, wow. You know, he'll, he'll, he's five years old and he, he'll tell me, Harmon's never quit. And I'm like, dude, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Powerful, dude. Yeah. (laughs) And with like health and life, like we don't really know how, how much like it has an effect on your life. Like just the stress and the depression and there's, Oh yeah, man. It's like, yes. Well, you Dalton, that's, that's the norm. That's mm -hmm. what's going on out. And I know, and I see it cause I work with these guys that are like, say they're like 45 and they're like, uh, um, they're like, hey, I'm going to retire in this amount of years. I'm like, motherfucker, you look like you should have been retired <laughs> 10 years ago. You look like shit. Shit. <laughs> but like, yeah. I don't want to be like, the, I think, you know, you learn from other people's mistakes because you can't make yeah. them all yourself. Right. And and I see people I don't want to be like, and that, mm-hmm. that goes with the drinking stuff and the drugs. Like I saw people go down that hole. I see right. people mm-hmm. drink and I don't. I don't even need to try it because I could see what it's like and I, I know mm-hmm. what it's going to be. And that's, mm-hmm. that's how it is with work for me. And I see these overweight guys, which, you know, they're living their best life and they're eating and, and that's just not for me. Maybe it is for them, but yeah, well, I, but they're I not, s- they're not living their best life though. Yeah, you not. know, I, I know what you mean. It, that's a yeah. ingest saying these days, but you know, people don't realize how they're poisoning themselves and not just their physical body. It's their mental body as well. Like the, the mental makeup of 
individuals is largely dependent on the nutrients that you take in. It really is. It's so mm-hmm. important to have the right ingredients going in. Tyler, I know you're a huge proponent of this. You, you mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. It's so important, you know, for a- anxiety, depression, all this kind of stuff that majority of, of Americans are honestly fighting against. They don't realize that they're just doing it to themselves every day by what they put inside their body. More, more now than ever, we are in some very shaky times right now. And, you know, this is going to sound wild, but there's no money to be made in healthy, happy people. So the way that the paradigm that we're a part of is set up is to make you unhappy and yes. unhealthy so that I can capitalize off of you. It's a capitalistic paradigm that we live in. And so you're in a war that you're not even aware of that's being waged on you. And if you don't wake up, it will get you. Um, It's very powerful. And it's so clear to me because I've been on both sides of it and I've been like a super healthy person and, and I still go up and down like anyone, but like, so I've been on this diet and I, you know, I just basically didn't eat for a while. I, I reset all my, uh, yes, my, um, cause you do have cravings. If you like go a day and just don't eat, you're like, just mm-hmm. fight that hunger. Your mm-hmm. cravings get reset and your body's like, Hey, I want some good food now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So that's right. <laughs> and it's like, it's tough, man. But like, I, I, I just, I wish I could shake people because I've been mm-hmm. on both sides and I see now, like, so I've been doing really good. Like I'm eating just yeah. everything right. Like mm-hmm. perfect. Like for me, I eat what makes me feel good. I could eat a steak and some asparagus or broccoli mm-hmm. or for, in the morning I could eat eggs and avocados. I just eat what makes me feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other day I was like, I did, I've been really good. And my wife, it's hard with kids and a wife, but she of got course. pizza and maybe it was me trying to tell her to get pizza. Cause I wanted a cheat meal. Yeah. You know, you deserve cheat meals, right? Oh yeah. And I felt like shit. I had like five, <laughs> five pizzas, like <laughs> 10 <laughs> chicken wings. Oh man. Yeah. And dude, the next day I felt hung over. Like I, yeah. my head was like throbbing and like, and when you go healthy for a while, you add in those bad foods, you're like, holy shit. And Absolutely. like your patience is gone. Like with kids, your wife, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You're, you're tired. You can't sleep right. Like there's so much, man. You don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You feel, you feel dense, right? You feel heavy. Your, your cognition is yes. heavier. Everything is heavier when you're right. eating heavy. That's crappie, a good yeah, dude, you feel dense and heavy. And and when you're eating properly, when you're drinking tons of water, mm-hmm. when you're you feel light, you feel expressionate, you're you're you know transparent, you the things that maybe would make you more edgy roll right off you and you just feel light. And I mean that in every sense of the world. You feel like a beam of light. You feel, you know, um, light on your toes. And it's, you know, I personally I eat meat as well, but I try to eat like 75 to 80% plant-based yeah. with like an accent 20%. So maybe one meal out of the day, I'll have some meat, but the other two, um, or maybe I won't even eat meat at all in the day, but I do eat meat, you know, at least one meal a day, um, or maybe every other day because I feel super light and mm-hmm. I feel charged. And I don't know if it's because the light goes into the plants and then it transfers into me. I don't know what it is, but um, it's it's a light feeling. And I also, I breathe in sunlight. Yep. I sit in the sun and I, I close my you eyes breathe. and I, I let the sun 
penetrate my forehead and hit the center of my head and I breathe in light. I've read that the Egyptians did this in their time and they would be fed off of this light source called prana. There's so much energy in it and there's actually food that you get your body. You don't understand your human body is designed to receive this. There's just so much going on that we're not aware of. But yeah, it, you want to you wanna leave yourself feeling light and charged, right? And a lot of these things that we do to ourselves make us super dense. All the, the TV, the internet, yep. the food, the heaviness, you just start to get bombarded and heavy, you know? For the listeners that might think some of that is hocus pocus, mm-hmm. the results speak for themselves, man. Look at what Tyler's accomplished. Look at mm. how dominant he is on the yeah. field. Look at his energy. Uh, it's unmatched, mm. you know? And so all these little practices that he does, if you think they don't pay off, you're fooling yourself, um, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and being yeah. one of his teammates for this long, <laughs> I'm like, I need to go outside and breathe some sunlight right now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go do that. As soon as this show's over, I'm going to go breathe yeah. some sunlight. That's where and I'm it, headed right, right after yeah. the show. Yeah. And it all like, it all adds up and, it, yeah. and like little things, like I'm not yes. very spiritual and I've never been, uh, you know, how Oliver was in my ear back in the day. Cause like I mm-hmm. said, he liked me and he, he wanted me, you know, people are going to tell people cause they want to prove to themselves a certain way or certain things. Right. And some of this stuff didn't sit with me, like personally, mm-hmm. like the spiritual stuff or like mm-hmm. the sunlight stuff I actually do get. So I don't want to say that. Totally. That, yeah, uh, totally. But anyways, there's stuff like everyone's different and you got to yeah. do what you're going to do. And, you know, like uh, it's just there's so much you could be doing and all those little things add up, dude. That's that's the key, Dalton. And it is a little bit of hocus pocus, but uh, it's like when you feel like I've done it and I've not done it, like you said, I've experienced both sides. Yes, that's and the key. That's the key is having a, a an eclectic overview mm-hmm. of what the realities Data. can be. Yeah. yeah, you know, the experimentation. And um, I've studied with Oliver as well. He's we've 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 been reborn together. He came to Mount Shasta with me and mm-hmm. we went into an indigenous uh um, you know, tribal type thing. And we went into a sweat lodge, almost melted my face off. It was the craziest thing ever. We jumped into an ice cold river together. You know, we've, and you learned, yeah, we've experienced and, and, you know, it is not, it's, it's, uh, I I don't know how to describe it. it. It's, it has to be something that you just experiment with. And, and you'll see once you feel the way that you feel after you do these things, that there's real tangible reality things that are based out of this, these weird things, but it's all about the breath. It's all about water. It's all about you recognizing that, you know, it's you and you alone. That is you're, you're battling it out with yourself kind of to, to, you know, it's getting yourself off the ice skating rail. (laughs) Yeah, dude, dive Dive in. in have some fun, you know, have fun with it too and smile, enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. And then you're going to see the benefits from that. You know, you just got to smile a little bit more. People are, you know, it's a dense world. We got to smile. I like it boys. So doll, I think, um, we're getting towards the tail end of, uh, your career up until this point. Um, I do kind of want to talk about impact a little bit more because again, some very successful years. Yeah. Um, just kind of, you know, for the listeners, like what practices were like, what it was like being on an organization where everyone is a, is a hired gun. Everyone's paid to play. It's, it's considered your job and you are expected to put in the work and show up, you know, everyone's kind of on a short leash over there as well, you know? So what, what was that like? Yeah. And I, I do watch and listen a lot. Like I, I, I'm not a big talker. 
I mean, I'm a jokester and all that, and I don't, but you know, I do like to watch and and listen and learn from people. And you know, they have a good system. Like, uh, so much credit to Dave Bar. Obviously, man, they don't, they deserve it, and they're just winners. And they've just people are winners. And most of the people that are on that top six, seven, eight teams we talk about, like, they're all winners. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, well, it's hard because. They we've they've kind of collected all these groups of guys and they put them together. Obviously, they have the the funds to do it, mm-hmm. so they kind of built this thing and they have a really good system of like, like they 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 get these players like Mouse and me that are, you know, known for speed and going and being that threat. But then they also bring them back to reality and put them on a team and it's a team game and every scenario is different and you could talk and we could go at this time, stay at this time. It's it's just like, mm-hmm. it's like those, the fights we talk about, like they're really good at picking those, you know, what we're good at. Like we're a wrestler. We're going to wrestle you to the ground and ground and pound. Mm-hmm. And uh shout out to J rad, because honestly I used to call him Ryan 2.0. Like he's, mm. he's like, he's smart. I'll just say he's the best, honestly, in my opinion. And I played with a lot of good people. I played with Oliver. I played with Ryan. I played with Edwards brothers. And mm-hmm. it's just like he's very, very, and he just makes it simple. And he and um, he's just a good gun battler. Obviously, that's like his known feature. But uh, that team, like with without him, and I'm like, oh shit! If he doesn't go to cup, they're gonna. Sh- uh, I don't want to say they're gonna struggle. They'll be all right. But uh, he's yeah, such a I heard that. He, and he is, dude. He's proven it over and over. His, his IQ is incredibly high. He consistently is winning situations that he shouldn't be, you mm-hmm. know? And um, he's, he's done it, you know, so many times. And he's always been on one of the best teams. So that plays into it as well, you know? Um, you When you're constantly in that, that kind of environment, um, it's a little – I don't want to say it's easier. I don't, again, I don't want to take anything away from him, but – you you're like breeding it, you know, you're breeding it. It's around you. Like that success yes. is just constantly around you. Um, what, what's going on with him potentially not going to cup? I heard mouse mention. That. I was actually going to text him yesterday to see if I could get information for today, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't bother. Uh, but I heard, yeah, he's, he's doing stuff with school and he can't make um, the practices. So whether mm. he, he probably will be there, maybe he won't be at the practices. Gotcha. He'll but, be there. I, I would be surprised. Uh, yeah, he'll be there. Not. And yeah. like, and with, with, uh, we were talking about it before, like now they got a rod, which, mm-hmm. you know, I would say it hurts Ironman, just say uh, 20%, you know, or whatever. It hurts Ironman a lot and it helps impact. It helps him a little, mm-hmm. um, not more than it hurts Ironman, but totally like, so it'd be, it's going to be, uh, cool to see how he fits in because that system is hard. And when I did get on that team, I sat like the first, few tournaments and it was because you have to have that good mix of like attacking and then when you're up bodies and doing this stuff you have to know i i just i still cannot believe that he did that um and i i'm just gonna come straight out and say he's gonna have a hard time with impact because he's not the best team player (laughs) and like it's the a-rod show wherever he goes and Mm -hmm. and he deserves that because he's he's like a malloy that's the best way i can describe it malloy would be bad on that team too yeah he's like a malloy malloy you're like okay we got four player set 
Malloy, go have fun. You know, do what you do. You're gonna you're gonna start on the Dorito side and whip a boomerang all the way around to the snake, and we'll see you over there in a second. You know, so yeah, I'm I'm very I'm completely shocked that he made that move. I understand. I've heard the details of why it happened. I still because he wanted money. It's why he did it. He didn't do it because whatever. He wanted to get money. Of course, and and good for him. You know, I. I love a rod. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of a rod. I'm just shocked. You know, yeah. I'm like, Oh dude, you just won with the Ironman. And then, yeah. and then now you're going to go and, and sit yourself on impact. <laughs> you know, but it was a really good situation on the Ironman for him. Yeah. 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 You they know, were a good team. Sure. So, yeah. It is. I was excited he, to play against them. They're a good team. They've always been one of those rival uh-huh. teams. Like I was happy. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to get out there and yeah. And get yeah. after it. Dude, because with what he had on the Ironman, he could be the free spirit that he is and, and run and ramp it, do what he wants. That's just not the case on impact. Yeah. Speaking you know? of like getting in flow, like how is it going to be when he has to play every other point or yeah. sit three and then play one? Like it's exactly. going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm so stoked for World Cup, boys. Let's yeah, go, baby. dude. I cannot wait for this tournament. Oh, man. It's going to be <clears> lit. <laughs> well, fellas. We'll be seeing each other here in uh, in about ten days, dude. I'm yeah, man. honestly like I can't explain like a kid in the how candy excited. Shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. What like, are you guys doing, Dalt? What are you doing to to stay in shape and get those uh, pizza boobs off? <laughs> yeah, those fuckers, fucking pizzas made me gain like three pounds. Oh, dude. I started this journey like, yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty much where I wanted to be anyway, so I thought I would uh, cheat a little bit. But yeah, I've been doing sprints and i got the gun set up finally nice. so there we go uh, nice i just can't wait to shoot a gun and get out there and and yeah. like i said before like when i'm there and even more so now like i'm gonna be there like i don't have the kids with me in arizona like i'm gonna mm-hmm. every second like i'm not gonna mm-hmm. waste any time and i think with having totally. jobs and kids like this teaches you like you mm-hmm. if you want to be good at something every second counts man mm-hmm. like it's precious yeah mm-hmm. it's precious dude yeah. Um, before we leave, um, just, I know there's a bunch of people out there that you inspire, dude. What's some, uh, some advice that you have for players, teams, organizations that they can implement into their systems to win? Be lackadaisical, dude. Just be you know, crazy. Just be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would you say to them, dude? Yeah. It's funny. Cause you know, I was doing those pro tips, like, yeah. And yeah, everyone uh-huh. like hilarious, I just, dude. I find myself like, I just can't take myself too serious. And I think yeah. that's, also one of the reasons maybe yeah uh, i had some success and i'm not overwhelmed by stress and i just go after it because i've never taken myself too serious just you know enjoy it it. and honestly like we've been saying like those little things off the field like be a better person be a Mm -hmm. best person you could be healthy and Mm -hmm. and uh and just mentally sound and when you get out to do whatever you want to do sound like a motivational speaker mm-hmm. just you're going to be in that space to just succeed in every way man and and paintball is so much fun so just just get off the rails and just freaking dive in man and and send it if you're a back mm-hmm. player that's one thing you could do and that, that's one thing j-rab's very good at like be that dominant gun battler like you know you could be one of those bigger dudes that stay in the back but like take initiative freaking battle your ass off and mm-hmm like use that like battling is such an underrated thing in our sport and there's there's potential and that's why the russians are really good so 
Mm-hmm. Just do what you're good at and freaking keep grinding. Send it. Yeah. Send it. <laughs> Send it. I like it. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. Well, I can't wait to see you soon. Dalton, thank you so much for coming on. I know you got to go and, uh, you know, battle it out this evening with the uh, the inmates in there. Yeah. God bless you, dude. And stay safe. Hopefully um, I don't get stabbed between uh, now and... <laughs> Bro, come on. Bro. Uh-uh, no, no, knock bro. on something. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> no, um, yeah, dude. Stay safe. Uh, we love you. We love your family. I uh, cannot wait to see you guys soon. And thank you for coming on the show, brother. Yeah, yeah man. baby. And real quick for all the listeners, you guys can find Dalton on Instagram at Dalton Vanderbilt. Is that it? Is there yeah. 24 is it at the end of it? It's, no, it's just... Is name. it Bile or Bill? It's Bill. Well, I say Bill, but my family actually says Bile. Just whatever yeah. you want. Just don't call okay. me Vander... Uh, Vander Griff. Bag. Vander Blow. <laughs> Vander Blow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody. At Dalton Vanderbilt. Love you, dude. Can't wait to see you. Ty, love yep. you too. Love, love you dude, guys. Let's keep rocking. Love you guys. Everybody man. go out, get in some sunlight, drink some water, enjoy your life. Be healthy, be happy. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's right, it, guys. dude. Love Peace. you guys. Peace. Love you, brother. Yes, my dude, Dalton is the man. And uh, thank you so much to all of you guys out there who continue to support the PTG podcast. Uh, Play the game is nothing without you. And we are truly, eternally grateful for every one of you. Um, thank you for sharing the show with uh, everybody on your platforms. Thank you for all the amazing feedback, the comments, the messages. We truly appreciate you. And if you ever want to connect with us, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, um, on our YouTube channel. Our Instagram is uh, Play the Game Podcast. Our YouTube channel is Play the Game. And our Facebook is PTG Podcast. So feel free to reach out to us. We love you and cannot thank you guys enough for everything you do. Um, man, what a great guy. Dalton is such a funny character and uh, we just cannot wait to get back to work and get to World Cup and win this tournament. We're having so much fun with the process and uh, we're stoked to have Dolly back on the team. If you want to support the show, you can head over to ptgpodcast.com, become a supporter of the show there. We have all the podcasts, all the YouTube channel shows. Um, you can have some information on all, all of our partners we also have our PTG store there with some new merch that we just put up on there with a new winter coat for the winter time. And we will be adding some more products on there for the winter time as well. Huge shout out to our Patreon supporters. Um, you can become a supporter of the show and become a Patreon supporter as well there. And we give you um, content that you can only get by becoming a Patreon supporter, specialized content where we give you just the inside workings of how we process PayPal. You also get 20% off on all of the PTG merch, whether it's on ptgpodcast.com or through our Instagram, Facebook. We're selling things on there as well. So if you're a Patreon supporter, you get that exclusive content and you get 20% off on all the PTG merch. Uh, huge shout out to constantpursuit.com. Thank you, Constant Pursuit. They're the ones that designed our website and it is phenomenal. We love it and it works great. Rusty Glaze takes care of us and he is just the best guy ever when it comes to building websites and taking care of everything that we need to have it updated and ready for you guys. Uh, if you're a paintball field or a store, hit up constantpursuit.com. Drop him a line and get your field or store dialed in with a new website through Rusty Glaze. He's always there to help and uh, he's just an amazing guy. So support him on that. Like I said, if you ever need anything, hit us up on our social media. Uh, We will be having a lot of fun shows rolling into World Cup. And then we'll also have a fun World Cup recap whenever the tournament's all done. So we can't wait for that. 
And uh, just thank you, everybody out there who supports us. We love you and appreciate you. And we hope you have a great week and a great weekend. Go get it.